Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. She's sick of me crying on the phone, telling how my man be dogging me. My best friend say, don't tell her nothing about me and you, cause she ain't showing me no sympathy. My best friend say, if she were me, she'd let you go a long, long time ago that's right Come my on. best friend say my best friend say i'll be there Ooh. i'll be there for you yeah. anytime you need you can lean on me the fact that you're not singing along is concerning because <laughs> i'm really enjoying this rendition. i'll be there for you i love it you're you're doing it I why would I interrupt those vocals? <laughs> so you and this tribute to two legends, <sighs> Missy and Alia, and then Missy came into my favorite part. My best friend say <laughs> I can stay with her. <laughs> you know, I need to go back Woo! to I need to go back to that album. What a fantastic piece of music, man! That was a long time ago for me, though. Like I really need to go. Well, for guess for all of us, but. <laughs> It's just, it feels like a million years ago in the span of my lifetime. You know what? And let me tell you the reason I picked that song. And I, I don't mean to uplift one woman and tear another down at the same time. No, it's fine. Who are you tearing down? Sarah Sanders? I was, no. Oh, because I'm here for that. I don't remember where I was, but I randomly heard that uh, Through Your Phone song the other day by Cardi B. Oh, oh go through your phone. I, I thought you meant like, kiss me through the phone. I was like, <laughs> that, that ain't Cardi B. Too. But... I was just like, oh, gosh, I just, I don't care for so many rap ballads. Yeah, I don't like that song at all. That song's awful. But I have always hated it. I, I, I generally don't care for, like, lovey-dovey mm-hmm. R&B rap songs. Like, Song Cry and Here We Go featuring Kelly Rowland. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it, bitch. Don't ask me about that. I should have sang that, too. Anyways, like, those songs. And then I was like, and Missy. But Missy's ballads are, like, R&B. The, right. The thing is, Missy, and this is why we celebrate her and respect her the way we do, because she tells all these different lines between genre and the sounds that we are expecting to hear from, you know, black people or urban music or whatever. She fucks with all of that in an absolute genius way. Ben, in a way where you're like, I'm actually not annoyed by this rap ballad all about love and dick. Best friend, um, take away. 
uh, teary eyes. Does pussy don't feel me now, Karen? Absolutely. <laughs> I feel like it should. Through and through. <laughs> She's got so many great ones. I don't forget her work with the queen and how ain't nothing out there for her. <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> I mean, Missy Elliott has just. Girl, I do not get high. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said she's puffing on the meat she's grown so much we'll get oh, to that in yes. a second amen hallelujah welcome back guys i am Django fett and i am rumi carter who's Django? this fett? is the read uh an icon a bounty hunter and a low-key hottie okay um welcome back to another week and uh, uh here we are that's right up is down is down is down is up. Mm-hmm. Well, homecoming in, came out today, so nothing else really matters. <laughs> Congratulations! Game on of your... Thrones came out on Sunday. Everything oh. is the things are coming back to us. You see, <laughs> little came out this weekend. Oh my god, so Fuck. much! Right, shit. It has been such a an incredible past few days. Where shall we even begin? Let's begin with little black excellence. Okay. 15 million Marseille brings in opening week. Go off. My mighty God <laughs> in heaven. I'm personally responsible for like 50,000 of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Marseille. We are so proud of you. What a movie. Like it, you know, it's, uh, it's for kids. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't, you felt old. I did. Because the mama in the movie is two years older than me. So, yeah, when Marseille was doing like all the throwback, when her character was doing the throwback dances Mm -hmm. and all that, I was like, bitch, this is literally like, (laughs) I was like, it's the first time I've seen a kid's movie where I like identify more with the adult than the child in the movie. And I was like, oh, fuck. It definitely is a great movie to take a young, like a kid Yes, Noah was so into it. Yeah, And every time there was kissing, she was like, ugh, didn't come here to see this. I mean, but the executive producer was fucking 14-year-old. So it's like, perfect. I wouldn't expect girl's trip. She kept leaning over and telling me the plot twist to the movie. She's like, he think he talking to the grown Noah? Yes. I was like, yeah, girl, I get it. He talking to the little girl, but that's really the grown woman. You're right. (laughs) You know, she followed along with it. She had a great time. That was the whole point. So I loved it. Did you see my say's young rich nigga chain she got? I'm sorry. On the way over here. When I tell you that that shit flattened the fuck out of me, bitch. What a fucking flat. I died. I was like, you know what? Stand up in it. You stand stand the fuck up in it. Absolutely. I love it. Goddamn correct. Oh, man. And I don't know if you have been keeping up with this season of Blackish, but she is killing it. In case you niggas have not been watching, go catch up because I just love so much. Blackish just hasn't been bad. It's right. It hasn't. And the thing is, like, the focus on the twins now and then Junior working with his daddy and Devontae's growing up, kind of, and Ruby's still there being crazy. Like, it's just... It just hasn't it's been just poor. everything. It's just <laughs> every... I just love it so much. But yes, congratulations, Marseille, girl. You did I that. just... You you little comedic... You you talented little thing, you. I just... <laughs> she's, she's everything. Your future, my God. I can't even wait. I hope I can stick around to see it. Um, also... Black Excellence this week. Mm-hmm. I realize I never actually shouted out another uh, young person I'm a fan of. Jonah Larson. Have you heard of Jonah's Hands? No, I haven't. Jonah Larson is an 11-year-old uh, young man who... Damn they... it, I thought it was a song. <laughs> it's like not... Grandma's Hands. Jonah's Hands sounds like a song. It does. <laughs> it does. 
Well, he's actually, uh, he's described as a, a crocheting prodigy. Okay. Jonah taught himself to crochet, crochet at five. Five taught years himself? old. himself? Yeah, via YouTube. Um, and now oh the best God. can't beat him. If you, <laughs> if you catch my drift. So. These kids on another fucking level, man. <laughs> I don't know anything. I've always been interested in crochet, but I've never known how, never, like, took the time to learn how. I taught myself to knit, but not crochet. Yeah, I know it's, like, a big, you know, well, I don't know if it's a big difference, but I know that there is a difference. No, the they're definitely, I mean, the needles, right, the needles alone. Um, But, I mean, from blankets to scarves to probably homes, I don't know, this <laughs> 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 can crochet anything. And um, so he appeared in like a, a local paper. He's from Wisconsin, lacrosse, and uh, went viral. Wow. Since then, he's been interviewed by NPR. He was in People. Um, at one point, he had 2,500 orders and had to stop taking requests. Holy shit. His mom, oh, my God. I'm looking at him now. So he was adopted. Look at, oh, um, by and, white people? <laughs> He was adopted, and he. His mom says that he. Um, I know she it. never has to buy him yarn because he uses his own money what? from his crochet sales. He's a businessman. He uses his own money, okay, to buy his own damn yarn. <laughs> That's right. Okay, he invests his money and donates. He donates crochet and all and all kinds of things. Oh my god! To the same orphanage. That he was adopted from in Ethiopia. Look, oh my God. Yeah. What a little blessing of a child. I see him here holding up his bag full of milk yarn, which I did not even know was a thing, but. Um, NPR. Wow. Uh, okay, little man. That's, he told NPR, that's after a very hard, busy, chaotic day in this busy world with school, it's just nice to know that I can come home and crochet in my little corner of the house while sitting by the one I love most, my mom. This kid wants to be a surgeon. I, can't, I mean, and he's already there. If he can handle them crochet needles, <laughs> like, then I'm sure he'll be just fine. Probably These stitch a hard up. These are beautiful. Look at this fucking cow neck scarf, bitch. Like, you literally could never in Urban your Outfitters life. could never imagine it. <laughs> Couldn't imagine Urban it. Urban Outfitters would take that and slap a $55 price tag on it and call it a bargain. I can I only just, stand. I yeah, And I see he has a book coming out. This is mm -hmm. incredible. Got a book deal. And he sends, wow, donates his crochet creations to the Ethiopian orphanage he was adopted from. That is just, that's really beautiful. Shout out to the the white people who are helping cultivate this little boy's creativity because it means everything. I don't know if um, he's opened uh, his, his orders back up or whatever. But I don't, use this I don't the... think he has. Like, you know, he took his YouTube, not his YouTube, but he took his website off his Instagram. Like, girl, don't hit me up. <laughs> I'll get back to you girls later. <coughs> Every piece is handmade. You know, I got six months worth of orders waiting on me. You girls are just going to have to wait until <laughs> the fall. I'm also a child. <laughs> That's so, right. It's only so much I can do, kids. How much? Oh, he's 11 now. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. So, he, so he's been crocheting for over half his life. <laughs> wow. It's just, wow. Again, better than most. I'm, so I'm, shout out to you, kids. I've kid. done nothing. <laughs> I've done nothing with my life. <laughs> nothing oh my god absolutely <laughs> oh Zero. jonah this is beautiful so hey y'all this podcast is brought to you by squarespace finding a work-life balance can be tough okay if anybody knows i know but squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate if you don't know squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online you can use squarespace to create a website engage with your audience and sell anything from products to your time all in one place 
With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. OK, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. From there, we're going to move on to our pop culture segment this week. It is called Hot Tops, Invasion of the Bottom Snatchers. And um, it's an epidemic. You got to be careful. You just, you do. <laughs> you never know where your bottom might go next. You... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <sighs> she did it. She didn't have to do it. This, this is the thing. This is the thing. She could have gone on about her fucking business. She didn't have to. Mm-hmm. She didn't have to do it. She didn't have to do any of the things that she did. And yet here we are. Mm-hmm. That's right. Wow. What a day. So. <clears throat> Beyonce has arrived um, into our lives with this homecoming uh, film that's been released to Netflix uh, just today. Well, yesterday, if you're mm-hmm. listening to this on the day it comes out. And, um, wow. So, <laughs> you're still blown away. So many, th- Beyonce did this for me. This was a gift that I needed right at like the, the most perfect time. First of all, of course, I want to watch. Beachella as many times as I possibly can, right. as often as I can, with beautiful <laughs> editing. Um, it really was. The two weekends were put together really beautifully. Like they just flipped back and forth so incredibly. Like it was just seamless. Incredible work, Beyonce. But you knew that. <laughs> so, first of all, I mean, there's most of it is the concert itself. Right. There's just some behind the scenes clips and context, you know. So, like, 
for the majority of it, we, you know, our opinions, like, you could listen to when we to reacted to, right. to the thing. And so. also, I rewatch Beachella all the time. All, so, so it was literally nothing new to me, <laughs> unfortunately. That's my fault. I still sat there and soaked it all in every second of it. Right. Um, but I apologize to Beyonce. I was like, I'm sorry that I bootlegged your performance instead yeah, of waiting for you to put it out in the way you wanted me to. I should have trusted your vision have. and your timing. And I so was, that was my bad, I was Beyonce, selfish. I was. And that, impatient. That's my fault. It is. And I was ultra busy today. So when I realized it was mostly Beachella, I watched the parts that I really wanted to see, like the Everybody Mad. I just got to watch that every time. Ooh, bitch and diva. Ooh, and top off. <laughs> okay, it was a lot of parts that I stopped and watched. But then I would fast forward until I saw them go back into like a quote from some black person who had mm-hmm. spoken at a HBCU. Mm-hmm. And then back into loved. the behind scenes. Right. I, just, I loved it. Beyonce really don't care how white people feel no I loved, more. I just, she really I do it. not care shout at all. Spelman, shout out to Southern. <laughs> shout out to, to Morehouse. Jackson State. I saw Fam U. Stay, all of y'all. Shout North out to Carolina Bethune. A&T. We see you, bitch. All of y'all, bitch. I got my life. Yeah. I mean, I definitely watched... From the beginning up until like the the first like behind the scenes clip, mm-hmm. and then I had to do a whole whole lot of getting ready for this and yeah. other shit. <laughs> right. So I definitely like skipped some of the the show things to get back to like the stuff I haven't mm-hmm. seen. So I got to go back and like watch it through and through all over again. She but... really put this out for the high. She yeah. really did. She it, really it, did. It's fully packaged like here. Like, <laughs> like... Fine. You niggas are so thirsty. <laughs> but especially the, the behind the scenes stuff, it really like, it really cements the fact or like the magnitude of it, mm-hmm. and her saying like you know the the flower crown is right. that stuff is cute and all of that. <laughs> she <but> laughed. <laughs> I could have brought up my flower crown, <laughs> which like told me that bitches. Beyonce said like, "All right, we're gonna do this Coachella shit." I'm the first black woman to headline in the history of this. Mm-hmm. We gonna blacken this shit up. Yeah, and choosing to have. Like an HBCU homecoming be the theme. I just really, really enjoyed watching them rehearse because I know that she's done these style, yeah. like these uh, style, like documentaries and stuff before. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, this felt more like I felt like it, it like felt more intimate in terms of like what they were showing in terms of like the rehearsal yeah. process. Like I feel like yeah. I learned more about what it takes to put on a show of that magnitude from her eyes than I have watching the stuff that she's put together before. Mm -hmm. It's probably the most human I've seen Beyonce be in a weird way. But it's like when she, (laughs) it's sad that she even has to do this, but when she breaks it down, like I'm a human being, I don't always automatically know what I'm doing and practice is the key to literally everything. Mm -hmm. And I don't care if we've done it 5 billion times because there's always notes, bitch, and something always needs to be improved upon. I'm like, okay, so... Like, yes, you are an incredible being who manages to bless us with these unbelievable works of art. But also, that's because you fucking work at it. It's not because you're some, you know, Beyonce better than everybody else was born superhuman, you know? It's like she is a regular woman, a regular human being. She had a hard-ass pregnancy. She had to have a C-section, trying to recover from that with, you know, everything that happened with the twins. And then one of them, you know, heart stopped beating and all this. It's like... 
these are real people problems. These yeah. are this is shit that you know being Beyonce doesn't protect you from. Right. So when she was like, you know, sometimes people just got to see you, you know, being ugly and sweating and weaves all over the place because you know you rehearsing and that's really what it looks like. Yeah. People don't want to look awkward. They don't want to look ugly. And I'm sure she knows that because she has been that way for so long. But now she's just like, bitch, who cares? Like she talked about how she was creating her own homecoming and it was hard. And that just like resonated with me so much. Cause when you, when you reach this point in your adulthood and I know she's, she like gives her kids a lot of credit for this to where she just kind of is like, you know, what other people really feel about me. It just kind of has to melt away because my everything is about making sure I'm good, making sure these kids are good, putting stuff out into the world that I can be proud of, that my children can be proud of. It just, yeah. oh, I really appreciated those behind the scenes clips for that. And because they really solidified for us that Blue Ivy is absolutely running every fucking thing at Parkwood, <laughs> everything yeah. to do with Beyonce. She is absolutely in charge. That's like why I felt... Like, oh my God, this was so on time for me personally, because I'm currently like so incredibly busy trying to balance like work stuff and work on all of these different types of projects and settle into this new apartment and, and all of this other stuff. And I'm just like, oh my God, it's just too much. <laughs> I just can't handle it. Like, Okay, you British oh now, right? Mm. I can't take it. <laughs> and then I'm watching this woman like be like, "Yeah, so I was 218 goddamn pounds, and one of these babies' <laughs> heartbeat paused. And girl, I don't know what I was gonna do, so they had to chop your girl open. <laughs> my babies are here now, so this is my first uh, rehearsal, whatever. Can hardly breathe. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't know left from right. This is all really ridiculous. But you know what? Um, I'm gonna make sure that I hit Soul Cycle and stairs and rehearse every day. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We got three sound stages here. Nobody's going home. Nobody's going to bed. <laughs> I think um, we're just gonna do that. it. You're never going home. To put on a fucking show for my ungrateful niggered ass. <laughs> when I watch this shit and I'm looking at this woman and her beautiful fucking kids and I'm right. thinking, outside for, of the fact that you know that you have work to do and it, and that in itself is strenuous right. and a lot, especially putting on a show of this caliber mm -hmm. for this festival and stuff like that. You got two brand new babies, Woo! a perfect six year old. <laughs> <laughs> and a nigga at home that you'd probably just love to be laid up with eating chips. Yeah. This bitch is, she is, is really no her. sugar, no dairy, no alcohol, oh God. no goddamn nothing, no like, fun. Bitch, you're really not eating, like you're literally only eating fruits and vegetables. Spinach? <laughs> she on that vegan shit. Romaine, maybe? I'm like, oh my God. I actually felt for her because I understand doing a show like that, Beyonce's stamina has to be at a certain point. And clearly she couldn't work out and, and train and remain strong while she was pregnant with the twins. But and like, it's not even just that. All of that, though. like it It's was, like it's a so mental much. thing, too. Because, right. like, she's talking about feeling, you know, thinking, am I going to be able to get to the where, the place I was yeah, in terms of my stamina disconnected from her body. Like, yeah. not, so all of these same things that I can sort of identify with. Mm -hmm. And here I am, single. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Same. Rent is paid <laughs> and things like that. And I'm just like, oh, it's, it's just too much, darling. I just, 
I can't do it. I can't. I can't. Are you stressed? It. And I was just like watching this lady, like with her husband, like pushing on her belly and stuff like that as she's stretching and trying to rehearse and stuff like. That. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's my goddamn problem. <laughs> Beyonce served this this movie to me like here's a tall glass yeah. of shut the fuck up. That's right. And just get it done, bitch. Yeah. And I took it and gladly drank. And she said, if my country ass can do it, so can you. And I just feel like we all need to carry that with us. This is why. I appreciate her so much outside from being a talent and being able to make great music and put on an amazing show. I've always talked about how her work ethic inspires me just as much as all of those other things. Mm -hmm. Because if I can watch this documentary, that's a concert I've already seen. You know what I'm saying? And like... And watch these things and feel empowered to go on and do my thing that I was stressing about for weeks and weeks and weeks. And... My thing is, like, talking shit and telling jokes or whatever. Like, <laughs> right. imagine a Beyonce fan that's, like, going to be, you know, exploring space right. or or a brain surgeon or some other shit. Mm-hmm. So let people enjoy this, bitch. Yes, please. Let people have their good goddamn time. That's right. Amen. We're having a fucking blast. <laughs> Blue Ivy Carter. Continuously surveying the girls. <laughs> there will not be a step out of place. And then mama gave you vocals at the oh, end. Bitch. She sings. <laughs> and not just sings. Little mama did the runs as well. Like y'all thought I came here to just eke out a few little baby ass notes. Oh no ho. <clears throat> Excuse me. I literally paused the shit and said, <laughs> the second coming is nigh. The second coming is nigh. Winter is here! Oh, man. I actually heard it for the first time on the album instead of on the documentary. So oh, yeah, no, I, I saw it on the documentary first. <laughs> so when I got to the end of the Coachella album, which I just cannot believe I sit here and listen to that as much as I do. I sure but do. when I heard Blue Ivy sing Lift Every Voice, I... <laughs> she hit that run in her mama's face, was like, oh, there it is. That right. I'm trying to tell you, bitch. <laughs> and then said... Please, ma'am, may I slay them some more? <laughs> yes. Like, I don't know if you caught... Mama said, I want to I do that again. Yeah. Because it just feels it so feels good. good. It feels so good. Pressing the balls of my feet <laughs> against these poor bitches' goddamn skulls. I'm just... I'm like, you girls... <laughs> Y'all really cannot handle it. I know I can't handle it. I, I fell the fuck over. Grease your edges now. My heart wasn't ready for that. Because y'all are not prepared. Mm-mm. <sighs> and Beyonce kept putting clips of Blue in there, like, just so y'all don't get this fucked up. Like She is sitting in the audience with her daddy, surveying these bitches to see where they fucking She's on the stage, checking on the lights. <laughs> She's sound checking the guitars. That's right. She's hitting the counts. Hiding under the pyramid, checking the risers, all of it. She back there with the drummers like snares. Y'all have been lazy as fuck. <laughs> She's watching after the twins, making sure that the, you know, the nanny is making sure they clean. Nobody is spit up. Great. All right. Yeah, let's know. get back to these Sir counts. Got a tendency to get out that pack and play. You know, it's just like Blue Ivy can be everywhere at once. Horns. Horns, now you weren't giving me what I needed back there. I needed to be, I needed to blare just a little bit more than that. All right. Don't let B.S.I.A. come back in here and repeat what the fuck she had to say earlier in today. Yeah. Blue Ivy is the one who was giving Beyonce on the, the notes. I'm like, I see what you're trying to do here, sis. Yeah. But it's not translating to real life. So, you know, as the audience, let me guide you. Yeah. And she just, you know, Blue, we have to thank you <laughs> that for That part your was cut out. <laughs> The initial comment was when Beyonce first sat down and said, all right, 
<laughs> so I talked to my daughter Blue, and um, we looked over the footage. She says the following: Like I yes. just, I know that Blue like Ivy is nuts. walking around with a GoPro and an iPad, absolutely, and she's telling because with pigtails hanging low, bitch. And when you see her coming, you better straighten up and act like you know what you're doing. I simply live. I did too. It was just so. <laughs> Those kids, Beyonce said she got to go home to her 50-letting children. <laughs> you know, I bet if you She's have, so you know, funny. infant twins and a six-year-old, it probably does feel They're that so way. They're so cute. But when she was coming down the hallway yeah, and saw just, them. Yeah. And she lit up and then they lit up. And I was just like, oh, my God. I, said, I want a baby. Don't make me get emotional in here. I, I did get teary-eyed during that, um, the Maya, that Maya Angelou um that like Dr. Uh, Angelou to you, sir. Miss. <laughs> um, that quote from her, which was also in the trailer, mm-hmm. punches me in the face every yeah. time. Yeah, it's a like, good one. It definitely resonates with me. And then it being at the end, mm-hmm. and they're going through all of these clips, and I've soaked in all of the magic that is this thing again. Uh, I just, I just, Beyonce, you, 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 you. (laughs) And then you had the fucking gall. I was just. And then you had the goddamn black ass African American Houston, (laughs) Texas nigger gall to make a cover of Before I Let Go, a Negro anthem. A Negro anthem. Mm -hmm. And, and. And take my favorite black ass nigger song. Oh my God. And then you mix candy. I'm going home. <laughs> when I heard when I heard that before I let go remix, I was like, bitch, first of all, had no clue I needed it. And then about halfway through it, I heard candy pumping and I literally put the phone uh. down and texted you. I was like. I know you are shitting right now, my nigga. Oh, Beyonce it was, loves me it's so good. So she really does. Much. She loves you so much because that was absolutely. She didn't have to do that. One hundred percent for you. She didn't have to do that. No, it was it, like it might as well have had your name on it. She might have been well's been like whispering Kid Fury on the track because she literally did that for you. Wow, said, the magic oh there. The magic there. And it was just so good. It was just ugh. DJs. Now let me tell you something. I love Frankie Beverly as much as the next. You know he's a fashion icon in my my goddamn opinion as well y'all better be mixing these two versions oh, together for this weekend we're not playing no goddamn absolutely games you. you know we, we've got to hear both <laughs> you don't have no fucking excuses you have days that's right Get okay it right. and and the weather is pumping up so bitches are going to brunch on sunday i don't want to hear no fucking <laughs> foolishness from y'all hoes beyonce thank you so much mm-hmm. for an official non-bootleg version i deleted the other one from my phone i've yes. got the official one here now I did. I had to do that um apologies again thank you so much for sharing all of the footage that you did uh, sharing multiple uh, clips of the twins. We got to see so much. We did. And it makes me think, you know, since she put this out on Netflix and then released the soundtrack, she's just like, okay, well, goodbye, niggas. Yes, I said the same thing. <laughs> did you see this this uh, B7 shit that these niggas are pumping yeah. out here with this fake-ass track list that has been out before? <laughs> like, I, I, first of all, I don't trust nothing floating around on Instagram. You niggas ought to know that by You now. think that the girls just, like, over at Genius would have put this up and then that was just official? Because like, come on, come on, y'all. Come, come Genix on. Genix lyrics don't even be right sometimes. 
Like, I so, just am not finna, you know, put no stock in that. But I wait for her to give me the things. Yeah, I'll wait regardless. But I'm not expecting anything. I'm yeah. just so grateful for this, and I'm Absolutely. sure I will go back and watch that documentary again. Mm. She really put some. There's some real ass life advice in there. If Absolutely. you just pay attention, because she's Beyonce is talking some real shit. In Absolutely. This movie, so, and that's one of the most amazing things about being a be uh, a, a Beyonce fan, especially mm-hmm. if you've been a Beyonce fan for like damn near Forever, most of your life, right. like many of for us. her entire career. <laughs> so to see those like human moments um, that you can be like, oh, well, Beyonce feels gross and ashy plenty of times yeah. too, <laughs> right? She's still Beyonce, so right. Certainly, I can put some lotion on my my elbows and. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to stop eating bread because not eating bread is not going to make bread me Beyonce. Is, bread's yummy. Yeah, bread's so good, you know? Doesn't agree with me anymore. But. And she said over and over, like, child, what I did was fucking crazy and I'd be damned if I push myself <laughs> like she that said, again. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know you are, sweetheart. Especially because I know everybody else got snacks. These kids Oof, got snacks. Everybody is eating except Beyonce. Like, bitch, I know you are hungry. <laughs> Blue's like, What's wrong with you? Oh, you can't have no sugar. You can't have no carbs. Oh. You can't have no fiber. Dang. Oh, well. Woo! Can somebody pass the Snickers? Come Coachella. It's going to be worth it, sis. Oh, these peanut m and You know, and that's, you know, that's Beyonce putting all that stress on herself and, and, you know, pushing herself to And that's this. why she's the best. Right. It is. It's like, I certainly don't encourage anybody else to go through and do no crazy shit like that unless you just wanted to be a vegan real bad but even vegans eat sugar so <laughs> i just was like sis but you know at I the same time it. i understand because that pregnancy really did a number on her it really did and we obviously did not know that because she don't go on instagram live and tell us her fucking business like y'all's face hey, <laughs> okay but also because she looked so goddamn gorgeous every time she stepped out, like for pictures with Blue when they went to the movie premiere or whatever. She always looks so fucking beautiful that it's just like, look at this woman. Invented multiple. Her first rehearsal afterwards, girl. I forgot how big them titties got. Yeah. She still looks she maternal. She was so pregnant. She was. She really looked maternal. And it's like. And the <laughs> fact that they weren't planning a pregnancy at yeah. all, much less twins. Right. Mom was like, oh. Okay, well, hmm, this Oof, is what... <laughs> all right, well, you know, God don't make mistakes, That's so... His, yeah, okay. Let's do this, sure, I guess. Sure you don't, sure you don't. I'm just going to have these babies, and I'm certain she doesn't, you know, regret that in any way, but beautiful yeah. family, beautiful person, and it was just so nice to see Beyonce talk about shit that I have struggled with, like, to identify with Beyonce, <laughs> like, the words she's saying, as opposed to just the, her lyrics. And all of those young, talented people from all across the country... Mm-hmm. Wherever and world, honestly, right. who went out there to do all to? I mean, I, I, I don't even. Maybe it's because I hadn't watched the the show in a, a while since the the documentary, but I forgot how many different kinds of performers there were, from the so steppers, many. so many to you know the line dancers, the the that double baton major that baton, oh, like 
There yeah. were so many different kinds of dancing and instruments and singing and stuff like that. So there was so much talent in the room. Yes. And I'm sure that that is, you know, like many of them said, going to be moments that they can show their grandkids and stuff like oh, that. Oh, absolutely. And the background vocals really just came through. I guess that's what happens when you actually have the mixed and mastered product Oof. instead of the bootleg. But I could not hear the background <laughs> singers so clearly mm-hmm. for the past year that I've been listening to this. So when I played it today, I was like, wait, you bitches were back there harmonizing. Yeah. And it's like, of course you were, but there are so many moving parts. Like Beyonce yeah. said, 200 people on stage and, you know, there's cameramen and everybody's got a direction. There is so much to do. It was like eight, 10 months of nonstop work and just pouring so much into it every little detail meaning something you've been just waiting on another album and you're actually missing the real signs mama is trying to tell you that she's about to open an hbcu on you bitch. <laughs> all of the girls are going to be trying to go to blue ivy university <laughs> when it opens in 2020 or whenever she the fuck. sounded really sad about not having a, a college experience you know and especially a block a black college experience but we appreciate your sacrifice to do everything you have done for us Beyonce and I hope you had the homecoming of your dreams because bitch that was some black it was a homecoming of my dreams it absolutely was (laughs) so from the very goddamn beginning with that cape (laughs) that saunter bitch but I think when drunken love went into the swag surf yeah, I think that's where I was like, all right, I'm just going to lay down and let my soul evaporate. This I point. have stand for Beyonce's walk since Beyonce. Alone, alone. So as yes. soon as she turned around and started to do that strut, my I nigga. knew I was in another planet. Yep. So honestly, from there, it just, mm-hmm. it, it just, it continues to get better. One thing I do want to request, though, I, I will, I, I will ask this much of Parkwood. If we could have a DVD Blu-ray, I, I will also take a 4K, like a UHD. Because Netflix can take things down. I don't know if there's like a deal yeah, or whatever. Save... It's probably like you can run this for a year and then it's not going to be on Netflix. No I more. mean, but they put Netflix originals on DVD, you know. But is it really a Netflix original? No. I mean, well, it's described as a Netflix original. Okay. I think it's a Netflix original for as long as whatever the deal is or however that deal works. <laughs> but, like, there are original shows like Kimmy Schmidt and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. can find, like, actual DVD and Blu-ray of it. So I don't think this needs to be different. I don't even know if they would have to be the ones to... I mean, good luck. I don't think Beyonce let uh, DVD I want distribution to own it. be in the... <laughs> no, I you want do, to own it. I don't think she did that. <laughs> I want to own it. Beyonce's yeah, so like, you can stream it. You're, you're welcome. I want to own it. <laughs> you may stream it. You're welcome. <laughs> you can't have it. Same way you niggas begged and pleaded for Mrs. Carter to be on DVD. Same way you niggas begged for what on if the in Run like, 2 to be on DVD. In 20 years, <laughs> when Netflix doesn't exist anymore, or, or it's become like, a, you know, a chip that you put in the back of your head or whatever, and it's not on there anymore, I want to have a hard copy of something that I can show your grandchildren because I'm not having it. At that point, DVD players will be obsolete. Nobody will even have one. It'll be like trying to find a cassette recorder these days. It just doesn't. That more that much more <laughs> by then Blue Ivy will have her own streaming platform like Disney and we'll be able to watch all the, the archives I'm of getting Disney Plus <laughs> me too especially because it's not even that expensive it's like $7.99 I think or $7 something or like for the year it's like $65 mm-hmm. or something like that I was like yes bitch for I Disney's sure whole will ass I library. sure will bitch I like sure every will. movie that says Disney on it I'm tired of streaming services though I have like five of them me at too. this point it don't me make too. no fucking sense it's true but yeah thanks Beyonce you're the best yes girl I needed that right in the middle of my week to push me through and give me some encouragement and guidance it really meant a lot to me I'm gonna yeah. go back and write some things down um there are other things in here 
Um, congratulations to um, Sierra and her husband. Well, mostly her husband. Russell Wilson is the highest paid player in that league. Yes, I saw that. He's got a four-year deal with the Seattle Seahawks, which is where he was playing before anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> I know things. And um, $140 million. Well, go the fuck. $140 million of those damn things. Man. Um. <laughs> for four more years so uh he's excited sierra was all on um watch what happens live joking about getting a new hermes bag i'm sure they're gonna have loads of no celebratory joke. <laughs> the joke is that she said a right <laughs> as if the as joke if is won. that you think her baby not getting one as well right <laughs> in each color so, congrats to them. And I love it. I love the story. I have... I love that little family. Joked f- about matching dreads to... Um, I think I called him Carlton once. I said he was kind of like the Carlton of the football league. Yeah. But these are all jokes, and I'm happy for you. Yeah, because you know what? I'll take a good nigga over a future any fucking day of the week. Or a past, right. if you know what the fuck I'm saying. Both of Sierra's kids look just like they daddies, but you know what? That's, That's right, true. Girl. You hang in there one day... That's one right. of them kids will look like you. Okay. <laughs> One day. Fuck that. Little Future is so adorable. And I just love the the four of them together. I love yeah. the way he constantly talks about how much he loves his wife and kids. So they congratulations, young. Well, congratulations, Mr. Wilson. How old is Russell Wilson? I don't know. But young, I don't think is it. <laughs> I'm glad he's be younger a, than I think he I is. I mean, he's 30 something. If I had to guess, I would say 33. He's 30. Wow. Okay. 88. So he is younger than I thought. Wow. Wait, so how old is Sierra? Sierra's got to be like maybe a year or so older. What? Why did I think Sierra Sierra's definitely was my older age? than me. Oh, she's 33. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cute. Well, anyway, adorable couple, gorgeous children, and rich ass blacks. I bet so. they have like 50 shades of gray sex. <laughs> I don't know what that is because I didn't really watch that or read the books like that. Well, so. I think that's um, I think that's not a compliment. <laughs> Because I think Fifty Shades of Grey was like trying to be nasty and provocative. But oh, then it really turned into of... like some dark thriller, <laughs> I mean, stalkish shit. I also did not really look at it, but well, I'm just, just saying. From I'm, I, I bet they have a, a thrilling, um, f- a freak nasty All sex right. life. All right, <laughs> I bet they do. I hope they do. Sienna, I want that for her. Sienna Princess Wilson. Wow. Workouts here, Sienna Princess. I mean, and I'm sure that's exactly what she is in that house, right? She's like uh, young jury. Come, come. Uh, <laughs> I would like uh, come, come. A grape nut ice cream. Thank you very much. <laughs> grape nut ice cream is yummy. What? Have you never had grape nut ice cream, nigger? What? Is that maybe a Jamaican thing? Got to be, or maybe an island thing? Grape nut like the cereal. Yeah. You make it into ice cream? Well, no. It's like vanilla ice cream with grape nuts in it. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Is it really? It's so good. Okay, I'm not going to knock it till I try it. When I grew up, it was out. like my favorite ice cream. Grape nuts I haven't had even, it in so long. It's not long. even like no no shade. It's not exactly no popping ass cereal. I don't... Well, I don't... It's not... It's like... I don't know how to describe it. Y'all going to have to help me tomorrow. I mean, they have... <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at it right it's now. It's not like the cereal. It's like... It's not grape cereal nuts. mixed into the ice cream? No. It's not like the grape nut cereal mixed into the ice cream. 
Maybe. Um, okay. Well, it kind of is. <laughs> All right. A little bit. Okay. <laughs> you know I what? don't know. <laughs> I'm going to just ask some other Jamaicans. It kind of is. But wow, it's like when you Google grape nut ice cream, Jamaica comes up in the suggestion. I'm telling you, maybe it's us. I don't know. Oh, I think But it, it is. is classic. It's oh, so yummy. No, another company makes it. They call it a New England favorite. Fuck that. Well, it probably came from Jamaica. But Absolutely. I might not. I'm going <laughs> to. Well, I just love for black people to take the. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, I. It's so oh, good. Oh, you can't have it no way. It's glucose all in there. I mean, well, yeah, it's ice cream. <laughs> but like, period. <laughs> I just can't now. So. <sighs> Age. Well, it's yummy. Anyways, uh, congratulations to, to Russell again on, on your big payday. On the opposite the side of things, R. Kelly got negative 13 dollars in one of his bank accounts apparently a couple hundred in the other so. i mean been there <laughs> <laughs> bitch when i first saw this headline it said something like our girl has uh negative 13 dollars in his account and the, like it was a, a retweet from somebody that said bitch me too and so being <laughs> special you like, know how many times i have overdrafted and now what <laughs> how many people in this country are overdrafted right now and don't nobody know who the fuck i am that's bitch, right bitch so. i was just broke as shit what the fuck you want we <laughs> don't care bitch. change in my car so i could go eat off the dime menu bitch i don't give a fuck <laughs> i do not give one damn about r kelly being broke Tell his old trifling ass fans who want to go fund every fucking thing to go give him some fucking money and stay out my face um so some 3LW beef reheated this oh, week oh no gross that sound like sad tired leftovers yeah like that chicken cause 3LW right I thought ever since somebody threw that chicken at you and Popeyes nothing was the same it was KFC apparently I oh it was right too. it was KFC you right I remember cause I think they said it was some mashed potatoes involved it was <laughs> So, um, Naturi Naughton was on uh, a recent episode of Uncensored on TV One, which I guess is like unsung. Mm -hmm. Um, It is. And she's basically just talking about, you know, her career from 3LW to, uh, she talks about Lil' Kim. You remember Lil' Kim being pissed at her being cast as Kim in that Notorious movie? Oh, yes. Yes. Very vaguely, but yes, I do. She's talking about that for a bit and some other things, but the thing that got the most attention was her retelling this story about uh, her last day in 3LW, where I guess they, it it sounds like they were in maybe the drive-thru or the parking lot of a KFC. They started arguing about some stuff. (laughs) And according to Naturi, like, there had just been typical shady record label stuff, mm. especially for young girls in that time. Yeah. You dark, you're too dark. Your voice don't sound like I mean, it needs to. You're not crossing them. Right. right. So, like, what the fuck is even the issue? And you had homegirl singing lead because she should have been for, you know, <laughs> for, like, the whole first album we got to know him and stuff like that right. and then for whatever. whatever. So, I don't even... Fine. I, fine. <laughs> um, so, apparently, there was already tension among the group and with the label and the adults fucking, you know, tormenting these kids, allegedly. And they get into this argument, according to Naturi. She says yes. They actually... First, she said that people ask her all the time, did she really get chicken thrown at her? She's like, chicken and mashed potatoes. Oh, wow. She clarified. (laughs) 
according to her, Keely is the one who threw this stuff at her after they started fighting and cussing each other out. Um, she got out of the car. That was it for her. And she claims that they left her in the parking lot of that KFC. I think I remember hearing all of this that same night. Which I, I really feel do. like it's the same thing that she said when she talked about it, like, yeah. in 2000 or right. whatever the fuck. I remember so, this. Um, Kaylee Williams, who is probably the one that people hear from the least because she is just at home taking care of her kids. And I, mm. she's married as well. Since or the sex was spectacular? I'm guessing she's putting that behind her. Okay. You know I've never forget about that. <laughs> I mean, because the video was just so what bad. What was that? I don't know what the hell she was going through. Maybe it was her, I'm grown now, don't associate me with little Fine. kid shit no more. Fine. But, but there's like, like... It was <laughs> It was not well done. There's like, I'm a slave for you, Dirty mm-hmm. by Christina. Oh, yeah. And there's whatever that was. You yeah. know, there's what ever that was like that wasn't it wasn't good it was not good <laughs> loads of like child stars or like younger artists especially you know uh wider ones have you know like <laughs> have had like an album or a look or something where they're like I am no longer a child I yes. have grown <laughs> right sex is in my life a woman yes yeah, they I that. have breasts <laughs> like whatever so right but sure I but think, that was strange I don't think people got that vibe from her I think people watched that video and were like are you reach okay out to yeah her? right is everything all right it was odd I'm worried that you're not, like, actually doing okay in your life. It didn't give me Britney Spears, you know. (laughs) And I think that she tried to say afterwards that it was, like, there was supposed to be some sort of message about it, about, like... What's the message? I don't know. Oh, didn't she say that? Like, to to use condoms or something? I don't remember. Girl, the message, whatever the message was, it got lost. It was lost (laughs) to me. So, you should have rehearsed again. Like, Beyonce, you should have had somebody watching to let you know, hey, girl, the vision's not translating to the audience. I just want you to know, whatever you're trying to do, we don't get it. We're not catching it. Keely, like, recently had a baby, too. And, um, yeah, she basically got on Instagram and said, um, you know, she heard about the story coming back up and claims, you know, that Notorious is lying about being left in a parking lot for one. She said something like, why are you making up these new lies 20 years later where the old lies not enough or not not working anymore or something like that so she kind of implying that all of it is untrue to me okay which i mean i don't i know why this girl would <laughs> pretend that you threw fried chicken at her right yeah i just don't i don't believe that especially because what you just described as her saying is exactly what i remember her saying back when it very yeah, first I don't, happened i didn't hear anything new and honestly this just seemed like some shit y'all would do seemed like y'all <laughs> would throw chicken and mashed potatoes at the dark skin girl we were room. very young kids and stuff like that girl but like on one end i sort of understood like if you if you are genuinely just at home minding your business not even interested in being in the entertainment industry anymore and somebody is talking about you on tv and something that you did some dumb shit that you did when you were a kid i get being annoyed but like if you if you know that you did that and y'all are not on good terms, like, then keep breastfeeding your baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we don't, the, the we gag don't is, care. we don't even care. Yeah. Like, from any side of this, right. That's I don't thing. give a shit. Not at all. Like, you could have said nothing and we would have felt the exact same way. Like, I think you need to just remember 
ultimately you're Keely Williams in 2019. That is not a name that sparks a whole lot of recognition or like people really being thirsty about the ending. That's no shame. It's not. In fact, it's a blessing. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) People are not actually deep diving through your trash and trying to figure out your deepest, darkest secrets and like bribe your family and friends for tea on your life. So like, who gives a fuck if, if somebody got something to say about you? But like, I don't have a reason to to disbelieve this century, right? Right. I don't have a reason to not believe her, especially because the story is still the same. Right, and I just can't imagine anybody like seeing Keely Williams at the grocery store or something and spitting at her feet because she threw right. chicken at this girl. And or maybe Keely just whatever. threw it and she wasn't like trying to throw it in the Turi's face, but then it happened that way. I really don't know. Or maybe her recollection is different because it don't even matter. Everybody's was emotions was all all over the place. You, you right. could have literally mushed not. the mashed potatoes in this girl's face yes. intentionally. It was twenty years ago. Most of us do not care. It could. You seem. I mean, well, I don't know if it was twenty years ago. I think that's what they said. It was. If it was 20 years ago, it was damn sure close. Oh, wow. I guess so, W was like late 90s. It was a long time ago, Holy sis. shit, like, man. Oh, my God. So, I'm so old. <laughs> like, she... Oh Keely's like, you're on a hit show. Why do you need this? She DM'd her asking. Keely <laughs> of course, Naturi. Yes, because, of course, the, the Shade Room put the clip of Keely up on there. Of and Naturi, like, put a bunch of laughing emojis on the comment. <laughs> She's like, she can she can post on the Shade Room, but she's not responding to blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay. Ladies. This girl's having Ladies. success on her show. Adrian is having success on The Real. Mm-hmm. And you seem to be enjoying not being famous and being a mother. So right. it's like, this happened so long ago. None of us really care, girl. Like, you don't even have to go to the ends of the earth to do any of this. Unless you want to screw up and fight the girl. Because, like, you <laughs> right. know what I'm saying? Unless that's it. Like, bitch, stop lying on me. Let's just fucking fight. You but- know? At this point, it's just like, I don't even know why anybody is still asking Naturi about that. <laughs> I wonder I mean, if she like rolled it, her eyes before she answered it. It being what it was makes sense to me. Because I first, I heard about this when I saw the clip of Keely first. I didn't see mm. what Naturi said. So at first I was kind of like, well, why is she talking about that? I assumed that it maybe it was like an interview that yeah. she was doing, like promoting power or something. Charlamagne's messy ass ass. <laughs> you never, right? <laughs> right, because that's what you do. In case you could be like, girl, I'm not talking about that. But it being a show like Uncensored, where oh, you're, yeah. go- you have to know you're going to talk about that. You're yeah. talking about your career. Right. It is, so, that, it is that place where, you're right, I, I forgot the context of where she was talking about this so yeah that show is where people go back over their past and talk about the major events that people remember <laughs> right whatever so if i were keely i would have just logged on off and kept breastfeeding but you know, like, girl, I don't care. it's part of the history at this point just uh, here's the thing girl we don't care like, it's really going to be over and nobody's going to give a shit. Like, I get what you're saying about, oh, well, she's on this successful show. Why does why does she even care about this anymore? I mean, but that's why she's I would ask you that more than her. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it makes sense that she brought it up, but you're the one reacting to it and, and on a personal level. So it's kind of like, what's going on with you? Like, what are you opinion, feeling? Public opinion shouldn't really matter to you right. if you're simply just trying to be a mom and mind your your personal maybe business. she feels away because the other two are working and she's not maybe she does maybe but like that don't mean you should turn around and then project that all over everybody you threw chicken at the girl you threw chicken at the girl <laughs> right. like, 
What the fuck? My only question is why the fuck you ain't eat it? But it was KFC, so you know they hit or miss. Depend on which location you at. To be honest, <laughs> but like bitch, had that been some JR crickets or something, I would have been real confused. I would have been real confused. Like, oh, excuse me, or some red beans or rice out Popeyes, bitch. We're not throwing none of that. Mm-mm. That's a solid fact. I be goddamn bitch. No, we eating them red beans and rice. <laughs> Throw one of them hard ass biscuits. <laughs> Woo! That is so. Let true. it go, girls. Um, <laughs> speaking of petty shit, um, so this Tierra Marie Fifty Cent thing is still going on. No way. If you don't know about this, <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> Really quickly, if you don't know, uh, uh, Tierra Marie, I think last year, had a sex tape, sex tape league with the nigga that she was on Love Hip Hop with, who is now her ex or whatever. Oh, right. And I think 50 Cent in his uh, shady, petty Instagram persona that he, he has that people <laughs> right. seem to love, um, reposted like a, a, a screenshot of it or something on his Instagram or whatever. And so Tierra Marie... Wa- Tierra Marie went after him okay. as well as the ex um, in this like revenge porn lawsuit that right. she had. She lost the case to him. Oh, Lord. He was awarded 30 some thousand dollars and has been harassing her about it via Instagram with all sorts of memes ever since. Oh, shit. I guess what he didn't expect was that she has little to nothing to lose, so she has sort of joined in, in the, on uh, the petty parade. Um, most recently... <laughs> she released a disc record called I Ain't Got It. I'm going to bed. <laughs> no, I'm going the fuck to bed. <laughs> this is true news. This is a fact that actually happened. Uh, Tim Marie has a song. It's available on, on iTunes right now. It's called it I Ain't Got It. <laughs> no, it isn't. Please witness uh, the single cover. It is... Not this fucking emoji shrugging over a 50 cent piece. I hate her. She made the cover of the single. I'm gonna look it up on iTunes, right? Uh, Let me play my favorite part of the song. Actually, I'm just gonna give you girls a a solid taste. If I I can, this is my favorite. If uh, can I? I want you to look for it in Apple Music, girl. (laughs) What? Hating ass niggas. I'm a Detroit bitch. (laughs) Why do people, you know what, never mind. I'm going to just let it go. But, like, why do people always love to tell us where they're from when they're not really finna fight nobody? Like, girl, who cares you from Detroit? Asked, what is you finna do? I have asked that question, like, <laughs> for as long as I can remember. I know Detroit breeds some real ones, but, like, what does that have to do with you? Right, right. And what does that have to do with this situation? Like, who you finna fight? No goddamn body. You ain't got it. <laughs> You've already told us. Niggas from, from fucking, like, Idaho could beat your ass. Right, like, exactly. it doesn't, what do exactly. we Exactly. Do with I've all I I hear you. We don't care, sis. <laughs> um. So she released this fucking song. Um. That made me burst. I just uh, and she gonna have to give every penny from the stream to Fifty Cent. Absolutely, because I mean you lost. <laughs> <laughs> you lost like this. It's, it's like I don't. So. Well, and streaming pays like nothing. So it might Next. be a grand total of twelve dollars she get. Not only that, but she also went on Instagram and said something about like she was offering, she was doing like a giveaway for like five hundred dollars each mm-hmm. for to some people who I don't remember what she wanted them to do. But it was like, so wait, you have five hundred dollar giveaway money, but she not. I mean, I have five hundred dollar giveaway money, but not thirty thousand dollar 
you know, judgment money. (laughs) But if I owe $30,000 to somebody, I'm not going to be giving out 500 on Instagram either. (laughs) It's kind of like... I guess that's supposed to like add to the patty or whatever. That seems, that seems kind of ridiculous. Like, shouldn't you be saving your 500s or sending them over to uh, 50 Cent? Well, I read um, that 50 Cent... He don't even really want that money. He just want to fuck with her. Of course he doesn't, like, give a fuck about the money. Right. He is just fucking with her because she <laughs> decided to sue him for posting whatever he posted. Um, Them damn Mona storylines got her caught up, man. <laughs> he responded to the diss track by allegedly trademarking I Ain't Got It and making shirts. What? So that she can't use. It's brilliant. You can't be serious. He trademarked I Ain't Got It? <laughs> what? You can't be serious. I have to look this I said, up. What kind of Lee Daniels present ass bullshit is this y'all are doing? <laughs> what is this? What y- is y'all this? Y'all have been taking way too many notes from Tyler this? Perry because this Stop. is too much. Enough. Enough. What the fuck? This nigga, petty ain't even the word. They are both really petty, but it's like they're trying to like spy versus spy it and see who can out petty who. I, I mean, at the end of the day, you lost that that I hate this that lost I hate this nigga. I, but like, no, I hate this nigga. <laughs> if this nigga really trademarked that shit, oh my god! And here you go. He posted a picture of somebody wearing an "I ain't got it" shirt. This girl in this pink wig. <laughs> What the fuck? I hate that nigga. Why are you guys doing that? I can't. I can't. This nut thinks she's not going to pay. Somebody tell her they will lock her ass up for not responding in New York. I mean, like, you do have to, like, do... you. You. I mean, the laws... I mean, girl... Oh, wait. Is this Tierra Marie in that shirt? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. You know, that didn't look like her. Let me see. I don't really know what she looks like no more. Maybe after rehab, things are different. Because he said, bitch, that's oh, a no. new wig. No, that is her. Because that look like... Yeah, I mean, her. that is a pretty color, too. What color wig is that, girl? That's cute. That look like a lemon strawberry I see that Starburst. color all the time. I don't that's know. Cute. It do I look like, like a pink Starburst. So, who ain't... You know what? He... <laughs> God bless them, He's everyone. just going to keep being an asshole. He's going to keep being an asshole. Nobody's going to stop him. Niggas love it. Yeah, so they do love it. They're not gonna, he's not going to stop. He isn't. Oh, well. Well... Um, last but not least... Um, Wendy Williams has taken a step into freedom. <laughs> to freedom! That's literally what I said when I saw the news. I was like, that's right, Wendy. We taking the shackles off our feet, bitch. We dancing in 2019, yo. <laughs> I, I can't. Um, so Wendy has uh, reportedly fired her uh, husband, Kevin mm-hmm. Hunter, as executive producer on her show. Mm-hmm. Fired him as her manager. Yes. As he's been for like damn, her whole career. Yeah, like her right. whole career. Yeah, for real. Portally um, gave him 48 hours to clear his shit. Get your shit. Get your shit. And get out. Get your shit. Or I'm going to put it all in the car and set it on fire, bitch. You think I'm not uh, Bernadine? Bernadette? By the way, that Ferrari that you bought your slut. <laughs> I want it. Your whore. I'll be taking that right back. Thank you so much. Not making the payments on that. No more. Mm-mm. No, sir. You know what? Good for her because there's only so much public embarrassment a person can take. I mean, come on now. Like, yes. come on now. And firing firing him just needed to be done. As your husband and, and business-wise as well, he needed to go. Kevin didn't have no respect for you and the work you have put in to be where you are right now, sis. And you just deserve better than that. They're literally nobody ever really cared 
about Kevin. Mm-mm. Just like Mary J. Blige's husband who cheated on her and now is... What was his name? Getting alimony. I don't even remember. Right. Exactly. Mr. Blige. <laughs> <laughs> don't even remember. <laughs> Ken something? Don't matter. Oh, bitch. So, you know, beat it. I heard that he gave some fucking apology that nobody cares about. Nope. But Wendy seems quite happy. She, like, didn't really talk about it because she doesn't ever really right. talk about the I stuff. I mean, I wouldn't either. I get it. But, you know, she says she understands that her business is, is our business or whatever. I guess it's like a saying on her show. Like, their business is our business. I mean, that's probably how she justifies being in everybody's business. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, so, I mean, um, turn about is fair, pay, fair play, bitch. That's how that works. Right, and she gets that. She said that she, you know, supposed to be moving out of this sober house soon. She's been spending time with her sister. Apparently, she's going to be... Uh, Charlemagne called her and asked to go to dinner, so it looks like they may be friends That's again. That's very Isn't nice. That nice. Now, that is nice. Um, And she is stepping into a new stage of her life for her and her son, and I'm happy Good for her. Good for her. That's honestly Absolutely. incredible. I love anybody who is ending a, a shitty, stressful situation and stepping out on, on new faith and doing some new shit. It's hard. Hey, it's there. hard, right. Whether you're rich and famous like Wendy Williams or not, it's just a difficult thing to do. So, good for her. Wait. I'm sorry. I still have 50 Cent's Instagram pulled up. And God only knows what you just saw. Well, he posted a video clip of Wendy and the caption oh, don't says... Oh, read it. Don't read it. I don't want to know. I mean, okay. I know it's bad. It's, it has something to do with Charlamagne. It says, Charlamagne, your wife must have told you, fuck this, you're going to take one for the team. You nasty boy for real. The fuck is wrong with you? What? Now mm. I want to know what the video is. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to play it. Is it the video? I, I was minding my own business last night. Well, no, she just, I can tell you what she said. Oh, okay. So you know this video? Yes. Okay. She says that she was at home chilling and DJ Booth, who was her DJ, called her and asked her to go out to dinner. But the way that she said it, it was like the audience was reacting like, oh, I'm going out on a date with DJ oh, Booth. Okay. And she was like, oh, and then Charlemagne called me and he asked me to go out to dinner. And I was like, oh, well, Booth asked me to, to go out to dinner. And he was like, oh, I know him. Like, why don't we both take you to dinner? So, I mean, oh, okay. everybody knows that Charlamagne is married. So, 50 like, Cent is just being a dumbass. Yeah, I don't a know. Dumbass He's just being petty. That's his insta That's his insta lore. Let me get off of this. You that's know, his this insta lore. is a dark-sided individual. Um, yeah, Wendy, you know, you have said some trifling <laughs> shit, but so have I, sis. I'm right. happy. I'm Same. happy for you. <laughs> and fuck these niggas at I'm the end of the day. I'm very much at a place where I, you know... Whoever wants to say whatever, it is what the fuck it is. You mm. know, we're all just human beings on this here earth. We're not going to get it right every time. So. And fuck these and niggas. That is what, you know what? And here go a new video with DeVal and Kadeen. This is the type of content I came to Instagram for. This is what I want. <laughs> oh, my God. When he came back, I think he was in L.A. recently. And he came back and, and he had all the boys like in the living room. And so he was like, oh, did you guys miss me? And stuff like that. And they were like paying it, right? <laughs> and then he like went one by one with the kids. And Kaz, who, who gets his hair braided now. Like, what? I can't. My God, can't, like <laughs> stop growing. He's so cute. He's like the most adorable thing, right? But then they go to Cairo. <laughs> that like, little boy been Cairo, He's like, Cairo, do you miss me? <laughs> Why did Cairo smack him in the face and say, no. <laughs> and actually I stop was, asking. <laughs> I, uh, that one right there. The cutest family. Cute. Anyways. He's just so adorable. That's what I need. Rinse that 50 cent bullshit out of my brain. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for so much for listening. I broke into my sleep. You did. You broke into your sleep, so it's. 
The bitch brought NSYNC out on her set, I saw. Did she really? I saw her performing with NSYNC at, oh, at Coachella. Da- oh, mm, see, I didn't... I did not catch I'm assuming that because I didn't all think I wanted insane. to see that. But I damn. saw like I I'm pretty sure I saw like an Insta story clip. It was like 15 seconds. Did she do that for the olds or do young people like Insync too? Like I wonder, do they listen to it ironically? Like <laughs> <laughs> probably. I don't know. Probably do. Like bitch. Oh <laughs> My yeah. Ants music. Because absolutely, I'm sure a great percentage of our young grindist right. fan base is like, like, oh my god, my grandma. Y'all not on this Insync. <laughs> my auntie took me to a concert when I was five I'll never forget it meanwhile I was fully grown so but oh my god I I love Justin Timbershakes my grandma told me all about him oh man All right. thanks for listening to Hot Tops Invasion of the Bottom Snatchers we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna come back and read your letters bye when you want the best you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead it's like if you're hiring for your business you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up so what's the best way to do that we've told you it's your girl zip recruiter zip recruiter finds qualified candidates fast honey and right now you can try it for free girl at ziprecruiter.com slash the read ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show so listen guys the next generation of influential black voices can be found on npr's new collection black stories black truths i've been running my mouth about it for a while now black representation in media is incredibly important and i feel like it's in kind of a situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, we're back. It is time for listener letters. It is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. Um, whew, Chile. <clears throat> so <laughs> we had um, a counseling psychologist re- respond to the mental health question that we did last week on the show. Mm-hmm. 
and said, I wanted to offer the suggestion of consistently shifting your attention from others to yourself every time that automatic thought comes up and just making sure that you consciously shift away from it. It's less about focusing on not caring what others think and more about focusing on being okay, just being you and whatever that looks like for you. Once you're more comfortable with yourself, you are automatically less shaken by what you think others think of you. Everything starts with self. XO, Jess. Jess, you are 100% correct about that. The more sure you are of who you are as a human being, the less you give a fuck what anybody else has to think about your human beingness. Yeah. It's just facts. So and I think that's a continuous training because you go through so many eras of, of who you are mm-hmm. and so many different stages of who you are, what you tolerate, what you, what your behavior is, uh, how you like express your morality and shit like that. Yeah. It, it changes all of the time. So it's like, important to be in tune with that as as often as you can <laughs> and be open to the fact that sometimes you're gonna shift and you know what sometimes i'm not gonna deal with some shit that i dealt with last year because this year is this year and bitch right. so what's up sometimes you're just doing great and nothing can phase you and then sometimes you're like wow bitch i cannot do anything i am absolute trash my life will never go anywhere so you know it's all just a process where you learn to lean into the the crappy shitty feelings and just work your way through and breathe through them shits the calm map has helped me a lot with shit like that like i was amazed at how much it just kind of immediately helped me with taking away some anxieties and stuff like that but anyway um good luck to you and everybody else who is struggling with like really being worried about what other people think about you Our next question comes from Chaster. Chaster says, I've been dating my boyfriend for a year now. I always find a way for us to spend the night at his place instead of mine because he has a king size bed and it's the perfect size for both of us. The bed in my apartment is a full size and the frame is an antique. It was my great, great grandmother's work. My boyfriend has a lot to love, although I'm not sure of his exact weight. Wow. And if he slept in my bed, I'm afraid it may break because it's so old. This time, though, he wouldn't budge about spending the night at my place. He insisted I give him three reasons why we shouldn't spend the night at my place. I told him that my bed is old. And he said, so you think the bed may break if I sleep in it? And I told him, yes. How do you speak your truth while protecting the feelings of others? He's very upset with me now and hasn't really talked to me since. I don't know what I can do to make it right. I apologized and I hate that I made him feel bad. It was not my intention at all because I was not coming from a a malicious place. I was being honest and I feel like this has completely blown up in my face. Any advice is welcome. Thanks, Chaster. This is why I'm single. I, yeah, I can't be this worried about somebody else's feelings. I mean, first what the of fuck all. you want me to do? <laughs> Sorry, like, but like, sir, don't ask me, the question if you don't I want the answer. You, right? Like, I don't. I think you feel bad about this for no good reason. Honestly, I do. I mean, not wanting to have hurt his feelings is a good reason to me. But like, I mean, it's not like you were like, no, nah, bitch, you, your big ass can't get in my motherfucking right. bed. Like you didn't want to say anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's a, that's a real concern. It doesn't necessarily have to be like, oh, I'm hating on you because you big. It's like there are weight limits for furniture. It's and, an old right, fucking. And old shit tends to be rickety. Right. <laughs> and so shit falls apart, dog. And I'm like concerned if you have a bigger mattress and a sturdier frame then why wouldn't we want to it's kind of like this is just a fact of life and not something to be hurt by so it makes me feel like he has issues around his body that make him feel like you know talking about it means you're being mean about it i mean i feel like it's just acknowledging the realities of i mean what do you want our existence right what can you even do about that so what do you do do you call your man and be like 
come over and let's talk about it on the bed. Or do you just... <laughs> I mean, I guess I would, but... And I would stress to him after apologizing that I don't have an issue with his weight, assuming you don't. Right. I mean, but clearly like, don't. Y'all been together for a year. Right. So, <laughs> shit. I sleep with you all the time, girl. Right. I just have an old, old ass bed. <laughs> right. It might break. Like, And I feel like it would be more embarrassing for you for the bed to break in like the middle of the night than for me to just say up front, you know, I have concerns about this. I really, I'm, I'm not understanding his anger or his hurt feelings about it. I'm not understanding his emotional reaction. It's all, it's, it's like you said, I think it's coming from a place of insecurity. Right. You know so... what I'm saying? Which is human. <laughs> and, and I totally understand that, but there's only so much that you can do after apologizing. There's yeah. only so much that you can say. And <laughs> I mean, I guess I would try to get him to understand that it's less about your weight and more about the fact that the bed is just old, you know? So you're probably right. I, I, I don't tend to consider other people's, well, I consider their feelings, but like, do I care about To them? an extent. <laughs> right. There's so but, much, there's only so much. And especially, I struggle when people need to be constantly reassured of yeah. whatever. I, I really hate that. Mm-hmm. I don't do well with people who are insecure. I so, get that. It would be difficult for me, but I feel like it's probably, it would be very useful and helpful for him if you, like, told him explicitly and, like, showed it that you are very much attracted to him and this has nothing to do with, like, wanting him to lose weight or not being happy with his body or anything else. It's just, like, you know, physics are a thing and sometimes shit don't work out. So, you know, until I can upgrade my shit, then you, we're going to have to spend that at your house. But maybe he just needs for you to show him that, you know, I said this because it's true, but it doesn't mean I feel a negative way about you. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's all y'all need here. I mean, because my my immediate reaction is like, you should already know that I like you because I've been with you for a fucking year. So why would I still be with you? Buy him a I, pizza and give him some head. It'll be fine. <laughs> like, just, like niggas, you know. I brought you feelings too. A meat deluxe, nigga, your favorite. Like, or some wings, whatever his snack of choice is right. before the game ends. But yeah, I guess it's just Suck his you know, dick people just... need to. But if he still is like being weird about it and like won't actually talk to you about his feelings that's where i think y'all have an issue if insecurities of any kind in a relationship start to like impede on the joy in the relationship then that's just yeah you know that's just that's you where it's heading like, towards the end anyway regardless right. of what it's about because it's only so many times you can continue to tell him like nigga i want to fuck your body every time I see you. Just like, not on this rickety <laughs> right. ass. Like, I don't want us to fall in the middle of doing something nasty and now we gotta go to urgent care and explain all this lube and shit everywhere. Like, I don't wanna... I'm trying to, you know, help me help us, nigga. I just see when Gina got her head stuck in that headboard. Oh my God. In my mind. <laughs> and I don't wanna go through that. I don't want you to go through that. So... It don't have to be that way. Until we can hit Ikea or some shit. I just don't know what... Good luck, um, because it's hard to deal with another person's insecurities, but... I think it'll be worth it to just have a Especially since he set it up and then got mad because you answered the question. It's not like he heard you talking shit behind his back or mm-hmm. like read some text messages that you right. sent your homegirl or whatever. Like you were being like. a bitch. He outright asked. So he didn't even asked, like, oh, do you you think I'm fat and ugly? He said yes. Like, yes, do you think the bed will break? Yes, it was my great, great. <laughs> 
grannies. Do you like, understand that nigga? This bed frame was made in like the 1800s. Like, it's mostly wood. Like, and it's barely hanging on, nigga. And it's a full on top of that. A full size bed is for one adult. I'm that's sorry. That's what I'm saying. On top of that, I'm like, nigga. Who wants to sleep in a full, nigga? I wouldn't want to sleep in the bed. <laughs> I sleep in a queen and that's by myself. And sometimes I'd be like, I should be able to roll over four more times without getting out this bed. You <laughs> know? Sometimes I really be thinking like, I think I deserve a California king. Because <laughs> if you've experienced a California king. You'll never go back. By yourself. You'll never go. You'll never let a nigga in your house again. <laughs> it is an amazing feeling. Well, okay. Good I luck wish. to y'all. Um, Courtney had a quick question. She said, since we're in prom season, wanted to know if either we of you went to. <laughs> it is prom season. Yes. Uh-oh. Did either of you go to your senior prom? If so, what was your experience? I should deny it. Okay, I went um, with zero help from my mother. <laughs> she was not into uh, really, you know, any ungodly social event. <laughs> she was had it been a praise then, she would have drove me, you know, to rehearsals and yeah. sewn my costume herself. But prom, she was like, "If you want to go, I guess." But <laughs> Spend your own money on that. that so ain't to do with me. I had to go buy my own dress and shoes, paid for my own hair to get done and all that. Went with my friends. It was cool, but you know, it was I wasn't like popular. People weren't like falling all over themselves to be with me. I didn't get drunk or high or nothing. Like I left and went right back home. I was a square, so I was always more interested in the um the idea of prom than actually being at prom. Mm-hmm. I I I never homecomings, proms that like did your high schools go to like like um like go on like senior trips to like theme oh, parks yeah. and Them shit oh yeah niggas went to Mexico my mama wouldn't let me go she said I couldn't go on the senior <laughs> if your trip. mama wouldn't let if your mama wasn't about to support prom yeah oh, you, you damn, damn sure weren't going out the not. country with these they went on an HBCU uh, tour Oof. couldn't go on that either I know so many conceptions oh man I mean place. one of my friends got a nickname Hoover <laughs> cause oh. of how much she was sucking on that trip oh so I see why my mom didn't want me to go. Like I, I kind of understand some of the ways that she was like trying to protect me from cruel. the world, but a lot of it is just like, man, I did not have regular experiences that a lot of y'all have because my mama was so overprotective and yeah, barely had a prom. But I don't think it was anything like, especially not what these young people are doing now. These niggas are having little weddings, okay? Bitches are putting out videos. It's the Matt Gala at every fucking high school. Like, like what the fuck? Oh no, girl. What happened to you know a little periwinkle princess gown and some some glittery shoes and plunging, and plunging necklines and <laughs> and a, a full back out? Yes, it is I'm like, like, oh, y'all are investing money, okay, into prom. It's nothing like what these kids are doing. There's always Shit. a little. There's always a young black girl who designed her own dress that, and it looks like and sewed it. Everything else, like some high fashion couture thing, and like at least one or two of those photos passes my social media every year, and I get a little bit of joy out of that. So I'm glad yeah. you're all having fun. I hope the kids are being safe uh, at their prom and stuff like that. And yeah, you know, don't do no unidentified coke or whatever at your prom, but I just was not cool enough to have the kind of life that y'all had. Yeah, I, I just was wasn't. Yeah, I feel like I missed out on a lot, actually. I but, was a solid nerd. All right, this last letter is so, so weird. <laughs> I just don't. Oh. I just don't even know. For you to say that before, which it's, you usually don't. I, well, because I'm just so, I cannot I understand how this happened. But anyway. Okay. This Here letter comes from Junie, who says, I have a male best friend who I've known for a long time. I don't have any intimate feelings for him. 
Most of the time I am chilling at my aunt's house, so he and a few other friends of mine would always come over and hang out. Recently, we were having a conversation when he said, promise me you won't get mad. I knew then that I was probably going to get mad, but I said, I won't. Probably. (laughs) He informed me that one day he went to my aunt's house when no one else was there and they, bitch, you guessed it, had sex. Wait. Her male best friend had sex with her auntie. I immediately got defensive because I'm so close to my aunt and I feel like she would never do that. But on the other hand, I have my best friend who I've never had to question on anything and don't think he would lie, especially when it comes to something like this. I'm conflicted with what to do because I don't know how to get the truth or which one to believe simply because I think my aunt would deny it if I asked. My aunt does like younger men who are still of legal age. She put that in parentheses. I mean, it's important. No, yeah, Yeah, not no high school shit. And my best friend does like older women. If this is true, I feel like cutting them both off from my life. I feel like if this is true, I feel like cutting them both off from my life is the best decision because they had equal roles in this. How do you think I should go about it? Love you both, Junie. (laughs) I just don't. How did this happen? Uh, so I mean weird yes um it's so weird I would never it's so weird (laughs) I can't actually conceive of this because none of my aunts would ever I can't imagine this but I also kind of feel like ultimately it's not really your business I mean I get that and I and and I was feeling that same way coming out of the he other made it your business this. he should have never told you that's what I feel I feel like he should have never said anything to you at right. all but at the same time now that he has I understand how the fuck you feel because it's like now every time I see this nigga I'm gonna think that you fucked my aunt like right. it's not even I'm gonna think about it it's not even that like oh how could y'all do this to me but like right. kind of yeah, because you told, like, now I, I know. Right. Why didn't you just keep it a secret and keep smashing my auntie without me ever knowing? Like, why didn't you just do that? Why would you tell me? Oh, God. Do you feel guilty about it? Do you feel conflicted? Do you think, like, maybe y'all did something wrong? Probably, because he fucked his best friends on it. And that's kind of like, hey, whoa, so. It's a little, yeah, it's it's weird. I cannot sit here and act like it's, you know, just like a friend of y'all's that he fucked and you never had feelings for him but now he's telling you about this like this is weird because it's your aunt so I (laughs) I don't think you need to cut them out of your life necessarily I see the pickle you're in though as far as your auntie is concerned because you either gonna confront her and she's going to say no and be lying or she's gonna say no and mean it and then that means your best friend lied on her on your auntie or she's don't say that's none of your damn business. Oh, right, which means yes. Which <laughs> but, means- right. But yeah, I don't think I would go to her about it simply because it falls outside of your business, this whole arrangement. Even though that is your best friend, that is not... But it being her best friend... Your sex life is none of your business. Yeah, but it being her best friend makes it kind of her business. Mm. Because now that she knows, every time she sees this nigga and her aunt... She's going to think about that and rightfully be kind of weirded out. So (laughs) I think if you do address it, if you do address it, I would do it with him present. Yes, same. So you can watch both of their reactions. And that way it's out in the open that you know. Mm -hmm. They know that you know. 
And then you can start working towards putting it at so far to the back of your mind that it eventually disappears, hopefully. Right. You know? And you can end up moving on. <laughs> because I agree that maybe... It, 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 I don't know that it is necessarily something to cut somebody off of. It, you know? Yeah. You can fuck your... Especially your, an aunt. Your man or your your mama or something right. like that. You right. know what I mean? Your, your aunt, sister. <laughs> you're, you're right. Right. Oh, I got a little freaky. You're like, all right. <laughs> but... <laughs> But I, I I understand being wildly uncomfortable with this. Um, and I think that... I might have to distance myself from this friend. Because <laughs> what I'm not going to do... I can't blame is, you I'm for not that gonna go to my, I'm not going to go to my Annie with this. I'm absolutely not. Especially if you feel like she's not even going to admit it. Yes, because I too would be... I'm thinking of every auntie that I know. Yeah, and it's, and it's, I it's too, a smooth If no. that's not... I'm not doing it. You say you're close with your aunt. I don't know to what degree this is even a, a conversation you could have if it wasn't your Mm-mm. your best friend or what. But Mm-mm. yeah, me knowing my aunties, it's not a, a, a type of chat that I would have. Yeah. So no, I would probably, uh, if I didn't confront them, I would probably say to my friend, you know, this is something that you could have kept to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I would It's not even let him know. <laughs> just the fact that you fucked my aunt. But it's the fact that I now have to know that you right. fucked my Like, aunt. why? What was the goal in telling me this? I really would need to know that from this alleged best friend. Right. Because why? It just doesn't make sense. I just sense. felt like you needed to. You know, or, maybe you don't. Maybe you and this nigga don't need to be friends. Maybe I'm missing something. <laughs> right. Because I don't understand why he would come to you with that unless he felt guilty about it. But there's no reason to feel guilty. Like, y'all are two grown people. You don't need... You know her permission or her acceptance in I mean, order if to I have a sexual relationship. My best friend's uncle, I would feel weird about it, but I, I don't think I'd fuck my best friend's uncle. Well, it depends on how fine the uncle is, I guess. Oh, I mean, some people have some fine ass uncles, but yeah, I mean, bet you know what? Yeah. No, no, no. Here, here's the issue. These people should have known that there's like a line here. There's like a weird boundary here where we should not make it uncomfortable for the person we have in common. Mm-hmm. Like we should not make this weird for our mutual friend or whatever. Like, and it sounds like they had sex with me. Did they have sex more than once? I can't remember. Which well, thing. no, he says it was one day. So I don't think there's nothing here that indicates it was more than once. I don't know. What do y'all think? Yeah, y'all let me. This is a. This is a. <laughs> A brain tease. Yeah, this one was weird. <laughs> Not even so much weird, but just tricky. Right. Because I, just, I definitely agree mm. that, like, I don't think that there's anything necessarily wrong with the fact that these two people slept together, aside from the fact that it would make this girl incredibly uncomfortable. The Amy but, probably was like, see, that's why you can never tell my niece. Just never tell her. And this nigga just had to. Mm-hmm. Why was he at the auntie house and, and 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 right? Why did he go back over there anyway? You know, knowing what nobody over there. Why was he over if there? If I when catch you a vibe there? from your uncle, I'm letting you know right now. Like, let me tell you something. Now, your uncle, I'm picking some things up, <laughs> and I'm not and, gonna put them down. <laughs> and, <laughs> I'm gonna hold on to him for just just a bit. I'm good at holding. You go. Ahead. <laughs> just mm-hmm. want you to know, bitch. Your uncle, your uncle, uncle got one more time to look at me like that. I'm just right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all let us know what you think about this letter. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's quite uh, quite the conundrum. We're going to see if we can help Junie out. That wraps it's up It's not like Homeboy who talked about how he lived at his uncle's house and fucked oh, that man's God. husband. Yes, now that was so foolish. The man's white husband. 
Now that was some bullshit. And you were staying there for free so you could go to school. Oh, now that was trifling. That was totally His uncle's different. husband that was with him for as long as he had, right. like was alive, right. apparently. I could, not, I could never sleep with somebody that I knew my uncle was sleeping with. It's, it's just so... Ugh. But at least she's not fucking this best friend. That would be Oof. way worse. Oof. Like yeah, That see? would be so trifling. That's right. But, you know, y'all and it's like, know. that's a single young man, probably, what, 23, 24 years old. I'm gonna ride that. I'm gonna go about my business. Maybe this is something that you can, you'll be grossed out for a while and then eventually y'all can go have some shots of whatever your yeah. favorite alcohol is and laugh about it. I don't know. You know what? I do think that Maybe you just sit with this information and see how you feel about yeah, it. Yeah, give yourself some time. But this, right. And and I think maybe it can just be a situation where you feel weird because it is weird, but it doesn't have to be, oh, I'm cutting off my ain't or I'm never speaking to my friend again. Because I just don't odd. think it's that deep. It's really not. It's really not. It's just like, why? It's just weird. Why give me this? Yeah. <laughs> why give me this? Yeah. But ultimately, these are two grown people and you don't have a sexual relationship with either one of them. So this is not your you know, like real concern. I would just sit with the discomfort. Uh, maybe maybe have a conversation with your friend about why he felt the need to share that with you. But, you know, try yeah, to try I to get help over you. it. I just know what I'm definitely not going to do is go to my auntie and ask her about what she's been doing with her Yeah, vagina. you know your auntie better than we do. Hell, right. So, <laughs> I, I couldn't. No, I would literally I never. I couldn't do it. All right. Yeah, that wraps up the questions. Send yours. I'd be upset I heard about my auntie having sex. To ask. I actually don't want to think about that. And right. I really don't really want to think that. about her having sex with anybody. Yeah. Anybody. Ugh. <laughs> All right. Questions to ask the reader gmail.com. We will be right back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking about in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay. And there's no time for the read. It is. And I don't technically have one. So if you would love to just do that. <clears throat> yeah, I have like cool. just a couple of things. I just am really not mad this week. That's I'm, a great place to be in. It is. It's a good one. I mean, I'm still watching the news nonstop, but you know. Right. I think that's why I passed my latest <sighs> reads, actually. I've been too focused on other things that I haven't. Found much to be mad at. I mean, there's a commercial I really myself. don't like, but what that's commercial? It. The Mitsubishi commercials, Mitsubishi. Which ones? All of them where somebody is rapping in the fucking car. I don't. I haven't seen any. Oh of those. my god, they're so bad. Besides there's my one DVR, with a white boy I haven't rapping even watched and cable. 
I'm just like, who the fuck told Mitsubishi that this is what we wanted to see? Like, people rapping about... I mean, and y'all's fucking... Like, niggas don't rap about Mitsubishi's, girl. What is this? Never heard of it. Hate that whole ad campaign. But anyway. Okay, so just a couple of things for me. I want to start by saying uh, to Laura Ingram, sweetie. (laughs) Um, So I already knew that you were this acidic, serpentine little idiot. Mm -hmm. Um, But my God, have you learned nothing. so Laura Ingram sat up on her dumbass show and basically mocked Nipsey Hussle and his funeral. What? Um, mentioned his funeral with all of these people in Los Angeles grieving and showing out to support his family and stuff like that. And then Im- like immediately switches to, oh, to saying, oh, Nipsey Hussle also recently released the this song FDT, which is Fuck Donald Trump. And they played this clip Fuck Donald Trump, which, by the way, is YG's song. I was about to say, and it's not recent. It's three years old. (laughs) I'm like, wait a minute. I know I don't keep up with the new rap niggas, but that don't sound right. So this fucking idiot, literally, like, the the whole reason that you you brought this story up was to be a dickhead. And this is what I meant about, like, basic human decency. Now, I don't know if I even mentioned this, but there are, there's a small list of people who, when they kick the bucket, not uh, not even almost. When George Zimmerman dies, I'm baking a cake. When Betsy DeVos goes, <laughs> like, they're, you know... A whole gala will be at my home. So, you know, whatever. Nipsey also was somebody that was doing... Who's making a difference in his community. People are grieving. Like... Y- y- and I don't know how you can't see that. Niggas was following the fucking hearse around the city. Like, it was at Staples, girl. And it's not even about that, though. And that's my issue. It is the, it's the lack of basic fucking human decency and respect. And, and like, you trying to use this and turn it into a, a <laughs> Donald Trump thing. First of all, Fuck Donald Trump, like I said, is YG's song. I believe Nipsey Hussle is featured. But that whole clip that you played was YG. On top of that, <laughs> Fuck Donald Trump is accurate. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> nothing wrong with that sentiment at all what the fuck does that have to do with this man's legacy or the fact that people are grieving his life i don't understand and i would also um really want people to pay attention to how she and fox news deal with the backlash from this versus the backlash that she got when she disrespected that young white boy who actually survived a shooting and had tons of advertisers pull out so she had to apologize and then Mm -hmm. run away and hide her tail between her legs the point is bet uh laura ingram (laughs) fuck her fuck you and i wish i tried my best to find the name of that man that was sitting across from her don't know him, but fuck him too because he was, I mean, just as bad. Like, I don't. I mean, Laura Ingram, I'm not looking at nothing that bitch is on. She is infected, okay? Ugh. She's the living worst. She anyways, really is. Like a walking yeast infection. I can't deal with that bitch. Fuck her. Um, I also just wanted to quickly say that, um, Sincerely, my heart goes out to anybody affected by the 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 fire at the Notre Dame mm-hmm. Cathedral. Very sad. Very very sad. I also find it really interesting how many like American billionaires and corporations mm-hmm. have been doling out millions. Like this Isn't huge sum of money came six hundred million dollars in, like, in one day in in mere hours. Hundred million. Yeah, there are black churches that have burned down yep. to the ground yep. right here in the country mm-hmm. still. In the same state they were. And who, who's doing it? The police chief's son? Some deputy son? Some police officer's son. That's the one who's been going around burning churches. Flint, Michigan. Still doesn't have clean water. There's just so many 
societal inequities right here in America, and yet Notre Dame, the top of Notre Dame burned, and y'all are like literally throwing all your money. First of all, let let the French handle that. They got that. Like, and, and they do. They they definitely do. Like they have been keeping their structures around longer than America has even been a country. So like, so, let them handle that. I can't believe y'all are in such a rush to go give your money to the French. When there are people suffering so greatly right here in America, it's just like this Didn't is why fuck when Puerto Rico needed that money. This is why the rich need to be taxed fairly because they want to act like it's it's the same for them to just donate to charity. But when you donate to charity, you get to cherry pick who deserves, you know, comfort or relief and who doesn't. This is why these people need to be paying way higher taxes. Y'all got six hundred million to give to France, but kids are hungry and filling potholes in the street, bitch. Um. And then I wanted to pass a read because it was hilarious. Okay. This one comes from, I don't, yeah, well, your name's here, so I'm going to say it. So it comes from Zali, uh, Aaliyah. She says, hey, y'all. This is so, I love this. She says, hey, y'all, I'm here to denounce the shenanigans of these niggas who think it is okay to freestyle when they get high. <laughs> you know what? Speak this word. Yes. Now, behind closed doors in your own damn house, by all means, spit that fire. But we don't need to turn every smoke session into the BT Hip Hop cipher. This is not loving hip hop. We are regular niggas in a regular house, smoking weed and talking shit. Picture me, peaceful, sitting down somewhere, smoking my shit, to be accosted by niggas spinning weak no, bars no. about non-existent bitches and negative bank accounts. No one asked for that, and it's always the only nigga that has a semi-flow that starts it off. Like, we know you practice this shit in the mirror for weeks on your East of shit, waiting for the opportunity oh to say, hey, y'all heard this beat? <laughs> y'all, she is coming for you niggas. Then they have the nerve to encourage other people to continue the bullshit. Now, what the fuck are the normal people supposed to do? Sit here and write an annoyed letter to Crystal and Furry? Like, I, like now I'm done with my letter and these niggas are six instrumentals in. I'm going home to smoke my shit and eat snacks. Love y'all. So the whole letter took me out, but the ending really set me because that's when I realized that it was happening to her. She wrote it while it was As she was like... <laughs> constructing this email. Niggas started freestyling. She was like, let me just you know ask the read because what the fuck? I'm so over these <laughs> That was Oh, funny. man. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Last but not least, um, this one's not really a read, but I saw, I saw acrimony. Uh, <laughs> what? You saw acrimony? <laughs> oh, yeah. Bitch, why you didn't tell me this before? Why did you say this? I watched it maybe oh two days ago. God. So, how'd you feel? Uh, I told you so. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> now, let me tell you something. Let me be honest. When I first started watching it, I was fully prepared in, like, the first half hour to come in here and be like, it wasn't that bad, you know? Like, it, I expected it to be bad. And, it was like, the first, like, half hour or so, maybe yeah. 40 minutes of it, was, like, typical Tyler Perry, where there's a couple of really cheesy lines. And I'm like, okay, I could pay attention to this. Maybe a cute Netflix and chill date. Oh, and then my <laughs> heavenly father. It just gets worse. <laughs> And worse. <laughs> and then by the end, is was it X-Men or what? I don't know. What happened. So how did so, Taraji get on the I'm going to get to that. Okay. <laughs> I need you to help me. 
I have like three major issues with this film. <laughs> Anybody who's seen it, that should be a surprise. I know a lot of people well, said that they liked shit. it. Um, yeah, but I mean, a lot of people don't. Okay. They have very good taste in movies. I mean, uh, again, it started... It, <laughs> no. So it's, it was marketed as like this like revenge thriller, right? And God bless Taraji Henson because she really performed what she was given and yes. told to perform. Yes, she did. Why they put those contacts in her goddamn face, I just don't have the answer. I don't have the answer. I know that, like, the girl who played the younger version of her, I believe she has naturally light eyes because mm-hmm. I've seen her in things before. She does. So... I guess that's why they gave her the context. But my thing is, like, if Taraji's the star, and we've definitely seen more of Taraji for longer than we had this other girl, mm-hmm. why not give the girl darker context mm-hmm. and let Taraji have her regular-ass face? Or cast somebody with brown eyes. <laughs> that would work as well. <laughs> like, it didn't really have to be an issue at all. <laughs> Those contact Ooh. lenses were so distracting. They were so hard for me. They added to the idea that she might be, you know, not all there. But it was just... It was rough. The film was far too long. It could have been a... It could have been a strong 45-minute shorter than it was. There was just so much... We didn't need so much of their origin story. Like, I get it was, like, setting up to see... You know, how yeah. things got to where they were, et cetera, et cetera. But, like, there was just so many chunks of scenes and then the whole scenes all together that just didn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Those weren't even my issues, right? Like I said, when I first started watching it, there was a couple of little things. Like, I I wondered why the older sisters were so judged. Oh, spoilers, I guess. Which, no, there's no I mean, thing. the definition of spoil is, like... <laughs> <laughs> to ruin? To, like... <laughs> To, like, destroy or diminish the value of something. <laughs> There's no real value. In it. I mean, um, you can't go lower than, than acrimony. Woo. So, I was wondering why the older sisters were so gem- judgmental to her when they, like, after the mama died, really? and they were all having dinner with their husbands, and they go say to her, like, well, we're moving out now since we're both married, so you're going to have to get a job. And, hold you. and I'm thinking, like, wait, so you both dated and courted these niggas and got married, and everybody just... You never left home? Like, you and your husbands were all living in this house this with her? such a Tyler perry thing. And now you're, like, that to me and, like, a couple of other, like, nitpicky things were, like, weird in the early. There's but several I was, moments where it's like, this, does, this isn't this doesn't make life. sense. Right. right. This isn't how these, these things go. They got married at the same time, too. And just everybody was living in this house. But after your, the mama dies right. is when you're like, well, we leaving and bitch, you need to get a job. So you could take care of the house. Why would y'all leave it? Why would y'all leave the house in this little girl's hands when you already feel like she don't make good decisions? So the three issues I had: one was a, it was too goddamn long. B, <laughs> it was just longer than it needed to be. Like I feel like most people who were who actually wanted to watch the movie or had any interest were waiting for the storyline of Mm -hmm. this woman is going to get revenge on this guy. Right. right? And that is like the last half hour of a two hour movie. (laughs) (laughs) And so to that point, right. Tyler Perry has written so many characters or so many like couples in his things before where this woman is being treated horribly by this guy who is just the living devil (laughs) and some older woman by way of Medea preaches to this woman and then she beats him with a frying pan or whatever. She is, she art loose, you know? And like... (laughs) 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 
She art loose, nigga. I hate you. T.D. Jakes is going to hit you up like, never say it again. Never say it again. So... My thing with this nigga who plays like who plays her husband or whatever in the movie, they spent so much time sympathizing with him. Like the early version of him was like much more of a fuckboy. As many niggas are in like college and stuff. Yeah. But as they got older, I was confused as to why he couldn't just work a regular job and do this battery thing on this eye. But other than that, they spent so much time like showing him. Like, trying to, like, show him, like, do better. Like, I, since, A, he never really cheated on her. And the whole thing with him, like, finally getting a job after they break up. And then his sister's like, oh, you, you, of course you don't have the money being a dishwasher. I'm like, y'all were slaying this man this whole time for not getting a job. Now he done left her, moved out the house, is washing dishes, making some kind of money. And you're flaming him for having a dishwashing job? And she go go on a date with the other nigga who couldn't fuck her right and talking about something. Oh, I saw him in there washing dishes and I just got mad because I want my million dollars and my da-da-da. And I'm like, Tyler, what? (laughs) So by the time, then the nigga gets a $25 million check, gives her $10 million of it, and gets the house back and gives it to her. Mm -hmm. And so the whole reason that she even goes off the deep end and wants to kill him and his new wife is because he just got a new wife after she said that she didn't want him anymore. And... (laughs) Not only did he give you the one million, he gave you nine more. Told so you. like, told you where. So what was the point? Was the whole point to be like this? Black woman is is just crazy and That's simply wants to kill this nigga Tyler based Perry, off of what? He just wants to have fun and play around with mental illness. It's but like, let's not like let's not responsibly this. explore that. Yeah, it no. was just like one line of the doctor being like, "Well, girl, have you you might have BPD." So and that's just and, and that she was goes home and she sits in a dark house. So changes know, her weave. She's mentally ill now, and then she snuck out. She starts doing some tribal dances <laughs> and like. I was like, so this is what you think people struggling with mental illness do, bitch? Let's talk about this motherfucking boat, girl. She, she went from the house to the boat with. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> So, like, the running thing for me, and really a big part of the reason why I oh even watched it, is because I wanted to get the how does she get on the boat joke. <laughs> like, I wanted to get that. <laughs> and I thought to myself prior to it, because I'm like, well, surely, you know, she could have got on the boat in a multitude of ways. But I realized right before they get married and go on this boat, her family has, like, blocked her from leaving yeah, the house. Yeah. So when she appears on the boat in a dress, so confused. I'm like... Well, how did she get on the boat? I'm like, okay, there are many ways that we could assume that she did it, but you could have taken some of that time that you spent showing this nigga picking up records out of he, after he got kicked out of the house and shit like that and showed us how she managed to yeah. get out of the house and onto the boat. Then I realized that wasn't what the fuck y'all were talking about. How the fuck did no. she manage? Yes. This bitch had superpowers the whole movie and we didn't know. Why was this not explored? It wasn't docked. You know, it was in the middle of the water. And yet here she go. He shot like, the nigga gets shot by her. She goes to shoot the the new wife. He like manages to shove her off of the boat. (laughs) After she has also told the whole crew to jump off of the boat, right? So now she gets shoved off of the boat. He tells the wife as he's bleeding out, oh, I'm, 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 go I'm save dying. the crew. Go get the, go get, like, so she, <laughs> my nigga, she goes to get in a boat to get the rest of the crew right. 
And then seconds later, Taraji seems to just be standing on water. Yep, Is she right Jesus? Yep. Is she a waterbender? <laughs> yeah. Is she a, an X-Man? She's just like, thought you see the last of me, sis. And steps back on the boat. Well, you know, when what? you're mentally ill, you can just appear place. You apparate. You don't even need no flu powder. It just happens. You just, poof, bitch, I'm here. <laughs> Girl! I told you. And then they played like some Nina Simone or some Andre Day or some shit. And next thing you know, this bitch is gone. The whole it soundtrack was... is Nina Simone. Tyler paid for oh, one yeah, like, album. Oh, yeah. That was like his. One album only. That was like the guy's like jam was Nina. What? Girl, I honestly wanted to come in here and be like, oh, it wasn't as bad as I expected it to be. Yeah, I know you did. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> because you know what really set my eyes on it was when you were like, it's worse than Medea's family reunion. Uh, yeah, family reunion. Yeah. Which I always is. say is like <laughs> the moment for me where I was like, Tyler, what's going on? It you you were not wrong. I told you. It's very, very bad. It was bad. <laughs> There's a lot of plot holes in that movie. It don't a lot of things don't make sense. Like when young Taraji drove that Jeep into that trailer and then next what? thing you know she's bleeding internally and can't have kids no more. It's like the impact was not that great. Like it wasn't that big of a crash for it to be her uterus is broken or whatever. Like what the fuck is right, happening Right like she slammed here? her chest against the steering wheel but right. somehow like but somehow that she ruptured her ovaries surgery? or some shit what like that. Fuck? What the fuck is going on in this It was movie? like it was trying to be ring the alarm the movie but didn't feel like trying hard enough. <laughs> Whew, okay. Whew. I wasn't ready for you to... I was like, bitch, oh, it's not going to be that bad. Oh, man. Honey, when she started doing those tribal oh, dances in front shit. of that goddamn table, <laughs> how the fuck he gave you $10 million and you didn't buy no furniture? Because mentally ill. See? It just all goes back to, she's mentally ill, duh. She's crazy. <laughs> you never know what she going to do. My nigga, when she floated her motherfucking ass out of that goddamn water after the boat was moving and just happened to be standing there like, hey, girl, I'm back. Let's pick up where we left off. Girl, let me tell you something. This will probably be a great movie to watch with friends, with with your shadiest friends. Yes. Y'all watch Acrimony and and make fun of it together. And weep. God bless it's the so actors because they did the best that they absolutely so with what they were given. I really I thought Brisha Webb did a great job. I thought Taraji did a great job. But you know what? <laughs> what I mean, you're given is what you're given. The job can only be as good as the script. Band. You can't outact a bad script. Lyric Band I thought did a good job too, which I I only really knew him from uh, the Saw movies. Okay, when you said Lyric, I'm gonna be honest. Thought you was gonna say Lyrica, so I don't really know who that is. But yeah. <sighs> Well, he was the nigga. Oh, he was the grown husband? Yeah. Yeah. That fucking battery. The whole time. And the battery didn't make sense either. So it's a self-charging battery, but you got to run cords all through my fucking house to get it to work? What the hell do you even mean? I don't understand. so much electricity then? The whole concept of the battery didn't make no fucking sense. Girl... Acrimony. It's really bad. If I would not have been watching it by myself, maybe I would have been less pissed. Because by the, <laughs> when I came out on the other end of it, like when the credits rolled, I legit like link jumped because I was like, I am tight. <laughs> I know Link was like, bitch, don't be hollering in my fucking face. <laughs> the bitch was like, I didn't tell you to put that dumb shit on, bitch. 
Girl, so I just had to get that out, let you girls know that I I have I have seen it. I wanted to come in here and joke and be like, well, but she probably got on the boat because of such and such, but it wasn't that bad guy. No, girl. (laughs) And I know a lot of y'all enjoyed it. I've saw comments from people who said they enjoyed it, and I respect that. I just don't understand why. I mean, a lot of people have bad opinions on movies. It's just, it's simply not good, and it's not good from like every single way you can like so many different ways. Yeah, the green screen is terrible, and it's like what what. Why was you shutting down traffic in different cities and shit to film and yet all of these scenes look like they took place in front of a fucking green screen? Like, every time they walking along the water or whatever, it's like, Tyler, this is so fake. This random bench in the middle of the sidewalk where ain't no other benches. It's like, you didn't even try! There was some good stuff. Like, when she was it's fighting so him out good. on the street and her sisters had to come and collect her a, and yeah, stuff. Like, there was some good stuff, but... <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! When he had to make the delivery, but he had to go get his battery first because he had that interview, and it was like right. So y'all let this nigga who nobody trusts or likes be the one person who decides whether the business fails or not. Your business is relying (laughs) on on this this nigga nigga. (laughs) that you never trusted since the second that you met him. Tyler, make it make sense. It don't make sense. Why would it be like, if we don't make this delivery, that's the if of the account and we don't have to sell our trucks. Why would you put that on this nigga? This shiftless, trifling nigga? It's not even like it couldn't have been good. Oh, it was so good. Because I feel like it could have been a really fun thriller, but it was just like, no, I don't feel like it. Nothing. It could be, you know, I could put effort into this. Nah, nah. I could not. It could, <laughs> it could just be that way as well. She summoned herself from out of the water. Woo, she airdropped herself. She just... It don't make no sense. What the fucking... How did you get on that fucking boat, Taraji? And then how did you come back? And then it was just nobody on the boat but the two of y'all. And then mysteriously, magically, the anchor wraps around your foot. And that's it for Taraji. <laughs> That's it. She couldn't be satisfied. He didn't even mean to do it. Like, he didn't even... Right. See, the man has to be blameless in the end. He did everything right, y'all. Like, yeah, they got divorced, but like, it was her decision to put him out because after years and years, she was tired of his broke ass. And That's what I'm saying. Like, you've written so many heinous, oh, abusive yeah. so niggas before. This was really bad. I expected to hate this nigga so that... Especially if you're not going to even explore whatever her mental issue is. Mm-hmm. Then at least, like, let me be championing for her chopping this nigga to bits because he was awful. Right. It was like, yeah, he was raggedy in a couple of ways, but he was not nearly as villainous as a lot of the other niggas that Tyler Perry has ran. So I was confused as to what the point was. The point is women be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll never be satisfied. Woo! <laughs> what a journey. I literally was like, that is two hours of my life. I'm so glad. And I won't have it ever it. No, again. You won't. you won't have it back ever in your life. Wow. You will remember this awful movie. That movie could have been a solid 80 minutes. <laughs> Tops. At the most. Like. And it probably would have been better. It probably would have. <sighs> but not with that ending. I'm so sad. They needed to reshoot Lord. that whole book. My cheeks hurt. That was so fucking funny. I hate <laughs> Woo, you. She sucked. So when you brought up YG earlier, it made me think of Nipsey's funeral, which I did sit up and watch. Oh, I know what you're going to say. title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, and for the most part, I was like, wow, this is an incredibly moving service. Clearly people are like heartbroken. I burst into tears several times, which I mean... I cry at literally anybody's funeral or anything that's sad like that. I cry when I see other people crying. Yeah. So it was lots of teary moments. The home videos and shit really got to me. His mama is on another plane that I could never hope to reach. Yeah. That that lady is on some spiritual vegan shit. Absolutely. I I don't even know, but like bless her life. 
his brother, you know, the kids. Heart, my heart was his just sister. Broken. Of course, Lauren, all of it. Just yeah. really, really heartbreaking. Until YG took his trifling ass up on the stage. Who was he up there with? DJ Mustard? Oh, I didn't see YG. Oh, you didn't see it? Mm-mm. Well, so you didn't hear what he said? No, I don't know what he oh, said. Oh, my God. So oh he was God. up on stage. What did he say? So he was up on stage, you know, talking about Nipsey, obviously. And he was like, man, I was just saying to Nip, you know, we raising some beautiful ass light skinned bi- little girls. And no. Yes. Yes. <sighs> Literally just like that. First of all, was about to call his daughter and Nipsey's daughter bitches. He was talking about their daughters? Yes. He was talking about their own daughters. Like, nigga, we raising beautiful ass light skinned little girls. He had to hurry up and fix the little girl because he was finna say bitch. And it's like, ooh wee. So you brought your colorist ass bullshit into this man's funeral. First of all, that little girl is gorgeous. That is not what I expected She's you to say. She's a beautiful child, but she is nobody's light skinned. I don't... I don't even know what... She's a... I mean, th- this is not about that Nip's little girl. I know what kids look like. I don't know She what looks exactly look. like him. Like yeah. skin tone and everything else. So it's like, this little girl is not even mixed, but... Niggas fetishize this whole light skin, mixed, exotic, baby-looking thing so much that you let it permeate through your whole-ass personality and spill out in the middle of this big-ass stage where, like, everybody is mourning. So many people are tuned in and watching this. So many people are on stage, and you sat there and said that dumb shit right there in front of everybody. You just... You just let it all out right there. I thought you were going to talk about these niggas selling the tickets to the funeral. Oh, well, that was also trifling, but... I don't know if that actually happened in real life or if that was just something y'all was doing on the internet to be assholes. But Uh-oh. that is beyond trifling. Girl, free tickets, selling tickets that you got for free to something is ridiculous. It's to a memorial service. But to a fucking funeral. Like, child. What are you doing? It was just that I was like, I cannot believe how beautiful of a service this was. Even Snoop got up there and was. So black. He was. He can't help it. So black. Yeah. He had some moments where he couldn't really hold it together and it was like sad to see within it. And when he said, for God so loved the world that he gave us a motherfucking crib or something like that. Mm. It went something like that. And I was just like, uh, I don't I think that's how that. the verse goes. I did see <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need the chapter and verse on that. But like, even that was like, you know, befitting of an uncle. Yeah. It's a befitting, especially an uncle who is also a crib. So fine. And, an, and a West Coast legend. And, right. And yeah. like, of course. Yeah. But YG getting up there bragging on they beautiful light-skinned bitches is just like... <laughs> I cannot. I don't. I did not see that. Nigga, did you know this was a funeral? <laughs> did you know? What are you doing here? This is not a, a video. We're not shooting a video here. We're not casting. What are you talking I, about? Wow. Niggas are just... Ugh. Ugh. It really put a sour moment on the... Otherwise, viewing on the otherwise like incredibly moving experience, and I really learned a lot about Nipsey Hussle's life and his impact during it. And so it was just like, you know, having this moment where I'm getting to know all these other things about this man and feeling and sad about the nigga. loss. And here go this nigga bragging on light skinned bitches. It's <laughs> just like what? Some niggas can only nag. Ugh. So yeah, trifling and trash, but. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out at thisistheread.com. Oh, we didn't talk about Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. Yes, nigga. Game of Thrones is back. What? How do you feel about the first episode? Who do you think is going <laughs> to die next? Um, well, so nobody really died in the first episode. Yeah, no. I'm just thinking. I'm a, well, oh, okay. well, that little boy. Ooh, that was fucked up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. I mean, it was a crazy I looking. I stand the Night King. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, we didn't need all the arms and hands and 
shit. Like, Loved we didn't need it. this. We didn't need none of that demonic sundial Come shit. Come for Art Basel. Absolutely. <laughs> Take the girls down. Oh, Lord. It. His little blue eyes. I said, no, you got to burn that. Um, you know what? I am interested in seeing this uh, Sansa uh, Daenerys beef. Same. Sizzle, especially when homegirl finds out that she's been fucking her nephew mm-hmm. and that he's the heir, and so she needs to uh, yeah. pipe down. Pretty sure she's going to be more upset about him being the heir than him being her nephew. Fully. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Because Daenerys is really obsessed with being queen and everybody respecting her. It's going to have to be somebody else to be like, and you fucked your nephew on top of that. Not- He'll never take the throne from me. <laughs> and and he's your, your nephew that you fucked. And he's not the rightful heir. <laughs> But like, do you incest? Bend the knee! <laughs> like, absolutely. I see. <laughs> I see. Because her, her attitude has just been so stank. It She's is. just so, like, the way that she did Sam really was like, okay, girl, like, come on. Like, I understand right. why you feel like, you know, you were doing whatever a queen is supposed to do, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-mm. But you, like, come on. It was excessive then. Like, you barbecued them niggas for no good reason. Right. But even in that moment, you could have been, you could have shown, like, a heart. Mm-hmm. And she's she was just turning like into cold her. cold and detached. Like, your brother stood with your father. Ergo. Well, <laughs> what's for dinner? Anybody want edible arrangement? Or, like, it was like, bitch. So when he stopped down there and went to tell John the truth, I was Straight like. Straight up. Spill it. Talking to Bran was like, it's to gotta be you. He's like, no, you're his brother. Bran was like, not. Brian is a messy icon. That nigga's so weird. We don't have time for this. The he Night King is me. coming. <laughs> People think he is the Night King. How? Like, the Night King is controlling him? Like, he's, he's, he's controlling the Night King's the Night tethered? King. Oh. Or like something like that. Okay. Because well, you know he has that power. Yeah, he's... <laughs> oh, man. He had the power to make Jamie shit his fucking pants when he saw that nigga at the end of the episode. Yep. <laughs> he's like, surprise, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who did... Who, I, I'm oh, honestly man. just been brave. I've just been telling myself it's that everyone good. is going to die so that, like... It softens the blow of of whatever happens. I'm like prepared, fully prepared for Danny to go. Not because I want her to, but just because I expect that she will. Um, mm-hmm. They're gonna kill. You know what? They're gonna break my heart, and they're gonna kill oh, yeah. uh, Liana Mormont, that little girl. Oh, they're gonna kill her. Watch. I kind of feel like she might die. No, they're gonna. You know they're I gonna stand do for her it. Too. No, everybody does. That's why they're gonna yeah, kill her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why. No, gonna, you're right. They like to see us upset. You're we right. all love that little girl. I loved when Mama came and stepped to the front and was like, "All right, let me tell you something. Whatever this shit is that you brought back here." <laughs> Keep it. We're not interested. We, we don't said know King this in bitch. The North. We don't know <laughs> like, her. What the fuck? Her and her lizards can go. We don't. We're not. We don't have the food. For we don't these have time bitches. for this fuck shit. I love her. I mean, she stays getting them together. They did the same thing with Shireen, where everybody just loved Shireen. She was so just a sweet mm. little girl, just so sweet, kind-hearted, beautiful-hearted little girl, and they burned that bitch alive. Sure did. So watch. Made us watch it. And made us watch it like. They still have a pregnant woman in the belly. Uh, this that, show. that show doesn't care. They don't care. Yeah. So, oof. I just... <laughs> and it's on, like... Like, I've, I've seen so many memes about uh, the new Avengers movie that's about to come out and, like, people reacting to how they got to bring Kleenex and an extra pair of drawers and shit like that oh, to the theater. Because we're expecting that, you know, a lot of MCU characters might die. What's going to happen? Oh, it's the, it's the part two the... to the Thanos movie? Yeah. Gotcha. So, I'm like... 
maybe a lot of y'all don't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> like, sort of same idea with Game of Thrones, Everyone's but going to die. Marvel is not going to, even the characters that might die in that won't die the way that they would if they right. were on Game of Thrones. Right. I mean, and they're cartoons. Like, no, they're superheroes, not. I mean. <laughs> they get cartoons. impaled at the very most. But I mean, but they always manage to magically yeah. come back to life. Mm-hmm. This is like just They bash the girls' skulls, right. clean Yikes. open, and make you watch it. Ugh, so, I, mm. I just don't know what to expect. Um... I still kind of feel like Jamie's going to kill Cersei or the only reason I feel like she might not die by his hand is because the writers might know that we expect that. Yeah. Um, I still want Arya to have the satisfaction because I know she want to do it real bad. I know she does. I know she wants it so bad. I think that she might get the, the throne. Arya? Mm-hmm. I hope so. Either her or the Night King. Okay, not the Night King. The Night I just King feel is like, the villain. <laughs> right, that's why I want him to... What's the You problem? want everybody to be some weird blue-eyed demon? Sure. <laughs> I want chaos to win. Okay. He well, deserves. The Night King has been working hard. I mean, that dragon? <laughs> I wanted to shake the shit out of Daenerys. Like, you over here mad because Sansa got an attitude or Sansa don't want to be your friend. She's not kissing your ass. Meanwhile, one of your children has been abducted and turned into a fucking ice-breathing machine. I think that's machine. the one that's going to kill him, too. Maybe the one to kill her. Oh, and that dragon's probably going to kill one of the other dragons, if not both the other Ooh, dragons, wee. too. And then somebody told me Those that other dragons are definitely dying. They told me Daenerys shouldn't have never let Jon Snow slash her nephew ride one of the dragons because they're loyal to whoever rides them. So now that one of the dragons has ridden John, he may, he may be like, oh, okay. Oh, this is also a Targaryen. Oh, okay. We bonding, bitch. And then well, it's a battle. We like the way he talks to us. And <laughs> he didn't lock us in a dungeon because we were hungry. So I'm going to stick with the winning team. <laughs> we just don't know. We just don't know. Cersei's trifling ass. <laughs> You were right when you said that shit she said to that nigga was going to be everybody's Instagram caption oh, because yeah. it has been. She's on her earn me shit. You want a whole buy one. If you, you want, want a queen, queen, earn her. It's like, all right, Olivia. Well, I'm going to do both. Like, like duh. This Olivia and she fucked him anyway. gave us this line right. But, you know, if she really is pregnant, she needed somebody to pin that baby on. Oh, right. If she is really pregnant. That's we'll right. Cersei... Cersei could be so brilliant, but she's just so fucking, like, greedy and stuck on what she thinks is her own, like... Really, this is the problem most of them white people have in this show. It's, like, all about ego, and y'all want to be the ruler of the whole fucking Westeros and Mm -hmm. all seven of the kingdoms. And it's just like... Or you could just chill in your section and be the queen of that section. And, like, it don't have to be... One big, like, everybody fight. It don't have to be all these wars and shit. It shouldn't have to be this way. Like, y'all could just mind your business. I wonder if Tyrion really believes that this bitch is sending motherfuckers to help them. Tyrion. Or if he's got another... Hmm. Now, that's another thing. Never trust a Lannister. I mean, if, if anybody should know, it should be him. Never trust a fucking Lannister. But, like, also, Danny, I would not be trusting no fucking Lannister. You never know. Tyrion... Tyrion might be the one to take that bitch out. Because, you know, I mean, he killed his own daddy. So, her daddy I mean, his daddy was an awful person. It was a, it was a wild Killed coming. that nigga was on the, long on the toilet. Well, on sure the chamber did. pot. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't have plumbing back then. <laughs> Every you time are I look at them, them poor ass baths and shit, I'd be like, ugh. Imagine stewing in your own fit. <laughs> <laughs> <I can't. laughs> 
And bitches got to bring buckets to refill. No. I'm never clean. I would never get clean. Thank you. So, but yes, the fact that it is only six episodes this season, no. And this first episode was light. And it looks like the second episode might be a little light too before it really like gets there. I don't, I don't like that they're trying to put so, they're clearly going to be trying to put, wrap up the whole series in these last few episodes. And it's like, I feel like the last four episodes are going to be like, unrelenting murder bloodshed yes. yeah <laughs> so many people are going to die so violently i think yara might come through though i think yara might be alive at the end of it yeah yeah is it gray joy what's mm-hmm. her name? is that is that who they are the gray joys wait 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The white brother and sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He had to come save him. And she knocked his ass out. She, and, yeah. And he deserved Suck it. it up and take it, bitch. Because that's the least. That's right. That's the least of what you You bring deserve. through your share, too, but nigga, you didn't have to do her like that. <laughs> you did that. not have Left to do right her sister like bitch, that. Bitch, when he jumped off that broken. <laughs> I cracked up. That shit was so fucking funny. <laughs> I need to go back and watch that episode again. Not if you were her. No, <laughs> no. Because, you know, it ended in captivity and, you know, really shitty circumstances for Yeah. Time. But yeah. I'm rooting for the Night King. Um, I stand for him. Can I and do that? <laughs> uh, I would hope that, you know, at the very least, I hope uh, Arya makes it out. Yeah, I'm rooting for Arya. Um, Jon Snow is too pure hearted to live. Sorry. He's died once already, and that's the only reason yeah. I don't think they're gonna kill him. Like I don't oh. know the only I don't think he's gonna get the throne just because I feel like that's too perfect mm-hmm. for Game of Thrones. I won't mind it obviously because I love Jon Snow, have my babies, but at the same time, sure. Um, <laughs> like they killed him once. Like I, I, the only reason I feel like they're not gonna kill Jon Snow is because he's already died. Mm. I just feel like it would be whack if he died again. Huh. But man, you, I, who we'll knows? See. Right. Uh, who knows? We don't know. Every time I have an idea or a theory, I feel like, no, they're not going to do that just because I thought it. Yep. <laughs> because I thought of it, it must be too simple. And right. therefore, they're not going to do it. I thought every episode was going to be 90 minutes long. So when it ended at that hour, I was like, excuse me? And that hour zoomed. It did. It went by very, very fast. I was like, <laughs> I was we like, just, we, we didn't. We barely got any. I thought I had another half hour of Thrones. I thought Arya was going to murder somebody real quick. Anything, huh? Oh, anything. Oh, and Lady Brienne of motherfucking Tar. Oh, I can't wait. I just, she got to stay. I can't deal with her dying. No, they can't kill. They can't kill Brienne the Stallion. (laughs) (laughs) They can't do that. (laughs) Can't handle that, boy. They can't do it to us. (laughs) I love her. (laughs) That was funny to me. That was funny to me. (laughs) Niggas love to sing. So, um, okay, yes, Game of let's Thrones. Let's go. So good. All right. Um, any news? Oh, yes. On April 29th, that is a Monday at 7 p.m., I will be at the uh, Green Space for their Black Icons of Podcasting event. You can get your tickets at thegreenspace.org. That's T H E G R E E N E space.org. See you guys there. Um, also, Tulsa, I am having a screening of Little the Movie on Friday at 6.45 p.m. at the Cinemark. There will be a link up um, probably by the time you're listening to this. So go to my Instagram or go to the Reads um, Instagram or Facebook and there will be a link there to register. You must register in advance for the tickets. Um, but yeah. Go see Little this Friday. Take your kids and all Absolutely. that on me. So, anything else? Give you any news from you this week? No. Oh, I know. 
I know the premiere date of our show. Oh, me too. Alex told me. Yeah. You want to tell the, the people? Absolutely. No. Oh, okay. Well, all right. See y'all next week. Bye. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one Crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.